Welcome to episode eight of Banging on the Drum. This episode is going to be called Fast Food with Mark. Uh, we do a deep dive into fast food with our friend, a fast food expert, Mark Jackson. Uh, it's a pretty good interview. We already have it on tape. Um, and then we're just going to do the normal stuff we do. So we're going to catch up quick. Then we are going to go over our picks from last week, make new picks. Uh, we got a new, new guy on the show. We got Riley. Riley, say what's up. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. And as always, we just want to thank you guys for listening. Um, the support we've gotten so far has been great. Yeah, that I, I've been blown away by how many people I listen to each episode. So thank you guys for that. Mike, you got anything for him? Uh, not too much. Thank you guys again. We appreciate you guys downloading it, whether you like it or not. Download it, listen to it, do all the good stuff just so you know we can keep going. We're gonna keep going either way. You might as well just fucking download. Yeah, we're having fun. We're gonna keep riffing. Um, but I will say today was the most fun interview that that I think we've had so far. I loved it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And we are going to roll into the episode now. This is Banging on the Drum. All right, Mike, what's up? Uh, I don't know. Can't think of any. I had to go back to work this week. That's always a downfall. How long were you off before? You- Two weeks. Dang, you actually had like a good vacation. I didn't think, I didn't think they let guys like you out for that long. <laughs> uh, so I save generally. I save all my leave so I can the so I can take a big chunk at the end of the year. But you know, I take that big chunk at the end of the year, and then I'm trying to fix something on the fucking house, and it's middle of winter. <laughs> and it's just not smart. So that like over Christmas we took the front door out of our house to replace it with a new one. Well, you could like, there were spots in it. You could see through, you know, like cracks in it. And so we're like, we got to do this at some point. You have time, go do it. So I do, but it's, you know, 15 degrees outside and I have the door out of the house. That's not, not real smart. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're a worker though. You're better than me. So now our new member of the show, how you doing, Riley? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm doing well. Um, just got over a mean cold. Um, my shower got fixed, so we're, we're doing well. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. All right, so we're going to start this one out, and I didn't let these guys know too well, but we're going to do overs and unders. So basically, this this segment's gonna be our first segment leading off every show. So we are gonna do our over, which is the best thing that's happened to us throughout the week, and then we're gonna do our under, which is the worst thing that happened us throughout the week. Is anybody ready to roll with it, or do you want me to go first? And me? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my over for the week is we made it back from Brazil. Everything went fairly smooth. Only had to argue with people in Brazil for a little bit to get back. 
apparently since we've been gone, they changed the COVID protocols, but whatever, not a big deal. We handled it. We got back. Our animals still loved us. And then right once we got back, uh, we got a call and we fostered kittens and we had two baby kittens ready to get fostered. So, so it was pretty good. So we got back, settled in. Next day we rolled and picked these, these kittens up and they're very cute. And then my under for the week along the, the same lines, uh, I still need to unpack from that trip, which I always hate that. So I still got shit, shit in bags here. And then with the kittens, so these kittens are fresh off the street. So they're scrappy little shits. They're tougher than any of our animals in the house right now. But one of them is the protector. Like you could tell one of them is, is the one that was keeping them alive on the street. And the other one just is sleepy and cuddly. So the one will scratch the shit out of you if you pick it up. And the one, the other one won't but they look exactly the same. And the only way to tell the difference between them is to pick them up and see which one scratches you <laughs> or which one doesn't. So, so I have a pretty good life. That's, that's, if that's my under for the week, I just get scratched by a cute kitten every once in a while. I don't know if you guys can see it, but I got a little mark on my nose. She got me good, Ooh. but not bad. She's bleeding a little bit. Mike. So what are the cat's names? So we're big. We're big Potterheads in the house, and we had just watched the the Harry Potter reunion thing. And wait, 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 wait! You're a big Potterhead? Yeah. What? I, when did this start? I yeah. know hey, it's new. <laughs> she it, she switched. Yeah. <laughs> Love will do some things to you. So there are Luna and Ginny. Luna is the crazy one. Ginny is the sweet one. Um, I don't even know if we did that on purpose. But but that's how it turned out. So the one that scratches my face is Luna and Jenny is the other one. But but yeah, it, it's tough for me because I'm like, should I pick this one up? Because one of them loves to be picked up and one of them hates to be picked up. And like I said, I can't tell until my face is getting attacked. So I, you got to put like a collar, a different color collar, uh, collar around each one. And I think that will... See if I was smart. If I was smart, I would have already done that. But Gab- Gabby can already tell them apart, so I'm already behind the game. I don't know how. So she just they're... goes and gets the cuddly one, and then you're <laughs> stuck with the one that fucking scratches. Well, so they both like her. It's just me. Like, like she can pick up both of them at the same time, and it's like nothing. I pick up one. One's like very much like don't pick me up, and the other one is like, hey, hold me for a little while. So, like I said, I got a pretty good life. That's all I got to complain about. So, who's next, Mike? Yeah, so let's see. Best thing that happened to me this week. I don't know. Worst thing that happened to me, was probably going back to work. Like, I got, just like that, that place. Like, I get there and I'm already in a bad mood. It's not good. <laughs> not good at all. Um Darren Sharper doesn't greet you at the door and say, what's up, buddy? No, no. So that's the problem is that like, I walk in and then I have a hundred hellos from people that I like mostly don't really like, you know, <laughs> the job is good. It is. It's not nearly as bad as I make it out to be, but I'd much rather be at home if I could figure that out. 
with three cute kids, yeah. ages eight, four, and two. I remember oh, geez, that. it only took years. <laughs> I listened to the last episode, and you <laughs> like I didn't realize it at the time, but you sound annoyed that I asked oh, the really? question again. You probably weren't. I I just listened to that today, and he's like, we went over this before, eight, four, and two. (laughs) Uh, So trying to think, like, if anything, like, exceptionally good happened. Nothing exceptionally good, but nothing bad, though, either, you know? So just getting through. Yeah, pretty lucky crew we got here. What do you got, Riley? Yeah, um... Start with your under. Let's go bad news first. Get it out of the way. Oh, like I um, said this before, but my shower wasn't working for two weeks, a week, and it was awful. Like I had to like wash my hair in the sink after work, and I felt I felt <laughs> nasty. It was honestly, it, I had better living conditions in college, which is a which is a big thing. But um, my over for the week. Uh, the shower got fixed today. <laughs> I'm here with you guys. A uh, little lighter note. I, I'm here with you guys. I'm excited to be here and do that. So that's kind of my over to start yeah. this with you guys. No, and we're we're super excited to have you too. Cause yeah. I, I know a lot of times like we're we're in the middle of talking about something. And I can perfectly fine look up stuff. And I mean I still will. But when I'm looking up stuff, I can't hear anything. So Mike will just be talking and then I come back into the conversation and I'm like, and Mike say, don't you think? I'm like, sure, Mike. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's don't worry. I, I got you guys. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to, we're going to ease Riley into the show. Excited to have him. And then we did our overs and unders. And now we are going to lead into I didn't tell Mike to have these ready, but I hope he does. I hope he just knows the thing. So we're going to Mike's spicy meatballs. And I, I, got, I, I got some backtracking to do too. So we're going to let Mike roll and I'm going to tell him something. I want to All right. So I think I got, I got two decent ones this week. Um, so I don't think the bears should fire Matt Nate. I think now that's coming from a Packer fan. So I don't give it. Who, whether or not they are good or not. Yeah, but, take it, take your bias off in that opinion. And so I think that's what I'm doing. Okay. I think that if you want to develop um, Justin Fields into a quarterback that's decent and is above average, you know, he falls in the, you know, top 10, five to 10 instead of 10 to 20, I think you, you stick with, Nagy for the first three years of Fields' career, and if if he can't develop him and do something with him in that time, then you shake. But to bring Fields in last year, have him learn this offense, and then um, dump Nagy and have him learn an entirely new offense and restructure everything, it's gonna essentially guarantee his failure. So, but I think that's exactly what they should do. Like, I think, I don't know, like it's not working right now. Like, I guess I'll, I'll throw my dumb question of the day out right away. Like what's wrong with him? Why is Andy Dalton starting this game? If 
if you want to keep Matt Nagy, I mean, you got nothing to play for. Like, what what is he sitting out for? Like, you could tell me he's injured. And I, I, would I, I honestly, I don't know that he's injured. I'm just saying, you spent a lot of draft capital. Riley, there it's, you are. There we are. Look that up. <laughs> yeah. So they they moved up to get him, and now they're gonna like piss away his whole career because they don't like the coach that they have. Yeah. I I don't know. Like something in the Bears structure needs to get blown up. I don't think it's Justin Fields leaving. Um, no, no. So I think Matt Nagy should just stay no, on. I get what you're. saying. Same, but yeah. man, I I don't think any Bears fan would agree with you. He, I know uh, they don't. He has an ankle injury as of week sixteen. Um, I'll just chime in here. My girlfriend and her family diehard uh, Bears fans. Oh, I know. we're bringing a different perspective to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can. I feel like I can say something. I think, and I agree with him. They say Maggie's like a good uh, players coach if he's a good coach overall, if he's not calling the plays and you can see that with their record too. If he has somebody playing the offense or calling the offensive plays, they have a decent record, but I, I, and then I agree with Mike with what you said there. If, if they keep Nagy and, and just even switch the play calling, they're already improving in general, I think. So I, I don't think that's a far stretch. I think fields needs to get, multiple years in the same system, just like almost any other quarterback in the league. And I think he'll be a pretty solid quarterback. All right. Well, you guys are talking me into it, but, but I still think like outsider looking in. So, I mean, maybe if you've done a little digging, I guess was coming from like bears fan fandom here. You can tell your uh, like your future in-laws or whatever, your girlfriend's family that they can just change your life to a real positive note, become Packer fans anytime they want, you know? I, I've i tried that. I've tried, and they are uh, – they're digging their heels in their ground. They've tried the same with me. <laughs> I I absolutely would just rather not even watch the NFL if that was my only option. So, I think we're, we – understanding of where we're at with each other. <laughs> All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? For some reason, I remember your dad when I was a little kid was a Cowboys fan. Yes, he was. I okay. he, did. Did he switch? Did he flip this? Oh switch? yeah, yeah. And I asked him about that. He's like, just living in Wisconsin, all you get are Packer games, and you learn to hate the Cowboys with how obnoxious they are. So I ended up being a Packers fan. So good for him. Good. Yeah. He, good. He made, made the smart switch. Yep. Good switch. It's you know. I got one more. I got one more life question for Riley. So okay. your girlfriend's family grew up in Illinois and then you guys are in Texas close to her family. So what, what happened there? Okay. I'll just give you the quick uh, overview. So we met at college up in Stout. She played softball there. I just went to school there. Um, and then when we were in college, her family moved down there because their brother's in the air force down here and they want to be close to their uh, grandchildren so she moved down here and i guess i kind of simped my way down here <laughs> like everybody says don't do that but i mean i i did it i'm generally enjoying it down here um all right you gotta make yeah. the leap okay i was just kidding yeah. about that. and and i mean 
not having a winter is a life changer. I mean, I'm sure Patrick knows now. Like I, it, I went back up and uh, like I said last week, and it was snowing, and not even a little bit of me missed that snow. So I'll take my 60 degrees right now over that. I think that it's supposed to snow tonight. So <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> it snowed in Florida last night. It snowed where I am. Last my night. My first week down here, if you guys remember about a year ago, uh, that big snowstorm was down mm-hmm. here that had, I don't know, 100 deaths, big uh, oh, traffic yeah. pileup. And that was my first, like I said, week or two. And I thought people were crazy and just even thinking that it's crazy to have snow on the ground the next morning because when it hits the snow down here, it melts. But they yeah. just, I like, I didn't work for four days. Nobody like left the house for a week. It was strange. But... No, a half inch of snow in Tennessee when I was there shut down the whole thing. But anyways, we're going to get back to Mike's spicy meatballs there. Thanks for catching me up, Riley. That was, that was a cousinly question right there to figure out why you were in Texas. But so First spicy meatball is Nagy shouldn't be fired to let Fields stay in the same system and grow as a quarterback. Yeah, so I think if you want him to grow, that's what you have to do. If if you don't care, which it appears the Bears have not for all of their existence that they have a quarterback, so maybe they'll just try to like have a great defense again to make it to the Super Bowl. That might be what their you know the franchise's mo will be forever. So. Yeah, don't don't fire Nick. Uh, gotcha. So, so I got a non-sports one, just a like a something I noticed in the last. I don't know what I noticed it a while ago. It's kind of popped into my head the other day. Um, in no circumstances should anyone put a public toilet seat down, right? So if I go to the bathroom in a public uh, restroom, you should never put that toilet seat down ever. Doesn't matter. Like if it's it, like a one hole or anything. Would you say in a men's restroom though? Or no, either. There's no reason I should have to put my hand where your dirty fucking ass has been to pull it up so that I can take a piss. So like if it's just like a one hole in a bar, right? Everybody goes in there. If there's no fucking lid on that thing, I shouldn't have to touch it to take a piss. Right. So you need to sit on. That's your problem. You then need to touch the seat. I shouldn't have to touch it to take a fucking piss. I love it. Okay. That's that's how that's how I'm gonna roll the rest of my life now. You just you just so that's public toilets now. So with you being at at home with with the fiance, right? So things may be different there, but like I don't have an issue touching the toilet in my own home. I have issues touching toilet seats. In public, like there's no reason I should ever have to touch it. You should raise it back up for me. You yeah. shouldn't like put it down. You should raise it up. Yeah. No. And I, I think I like that. Um, but like, so me, I, so I was weird. So in basic, yeah, I wouldn't say I was weird. I just was told like, don't raise your hand for any job, and. So whatever, like laundry crew came up. Apparently, I should have raised my hand for that one. That one's apparently amazing. So Riley, when you join the military, volunteer for laundry crew. Okay. 
But anyways, I ended up on toilet, the the bathroom crew, and I was the toilet cleaner of of my basic training thing. And I absolutely so I was 23. I was Riley's age actually when I joined. And I went in the summer, so it was all 18-year-olds. And I feel like that age gap from 18 to 23 is bigger than the age gap from even 23 to 34 now. Like that's it's you learn a lot in those five years. Um, but anyways, I found my piece cleaning toilets, like where I didn't have to talk to anybody because they, they were always like farting on each other. And I love that shit. I love farting on people. Um, but, but I was just so over it there. I think I didn't have to, but anyways, so even when I'm in a public restroom, like I'm the person who like, I'll, I'll rip off some toilet paper and I will clean the toilet. So like, it doesn't bother me. I just wash my hands. I'm not much of a germaphobe, but I do like it. I like the permission to not put a toilet seat back down in public. I'll never do it again. I think that like, it's kind of obvious. There's no reason I should have to touch the toilet seat. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. I think I, I'm in the minority that's like, like, I don't know. Like I'm so far from a germaphobe that like people who are even somewhat in the, in the germ camp would be like, dude, you're, you're crazy. Like, I know I'll just wash my hands. You don't even use like a toilet paper thing to like, you know, grab it. So you're like blocking the toilet seat with that when you like put it down. So So I don't like taking shits in public. So I guess I'll make that clear. Um, that that's one of the worst experiences of my life is <laughs> shitting in public. But like, I don't mind, like if say, say if the seat is up already and I piss and I didn't look beforehand and I think that I splashed a little bit, like I'll clean all the piss off, off the rim with toilet paper before I leave. I leave places better, better than I found them. Thank you. Thank you, Tim Jerome. Love you, Dad. <laughs> you taught me that one. Always leave hey, places better than you than you found them. You're a good man, Pat. You're a good man. Better than me, I can tell you that. <laughs> Mike, those are some good spicy meatballs. You got any more? No, that's what I got this week. I had another one. I wrote it down at work. Forgot my piece of paper at work, of course. You sucker, Mike. That's why people have phones nowadays. All I right. Don't have phones. I can't take one into work. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. All right. So one thing I want to do beforehand, uh, I just thought of it off the top of my head. So like I said, we appreciate you guys listening to this. So just so you know, if you are listening, our last three episodes, you're part of a crew of 54 listeners. So I was I was telling you guys, we're going to give you updates. Our loyal fans from the beginning you're getting those updates. So our last three episodes, we've lit, we've averaged 54 listeners. Now I'm pretty impressed by that. So if you are one of those listeners, Mike has a great idea for us. I, I love Mike's idea, but I'm going to let him expand on it. All right. So yeah. if you're going to, if you start following us on Twitter, we will take your 
uh, Super Bowl pick after the playoffs is set. Um, I don't know exactly how Pat wants to run getting the picks from people, but we'll put you on the podcast for your Super Bowl pick, why you think it's going to be that. Um, anybody that follows us on Twitter, we will shoot the link out to. And, and I'm going to even extend that further to like, if you're listening, you're talking to us. Cause I know, I know some of our audience doesn't have Twitter. So like if, if you're hearing us on Facebook as well. So what I want to do with it, um, I still got a little thinking to do, but I think I am just gonna, I, I got some free time on my hands. So it might just be me in here. Um, but I will set up a, a zoom where you can pop in and you can tell people. So, so Tim, my dad, he's going to pop in here and he's going to be like, I think the super bowl is going to be the Packers and the Titans. The Packers are going to win 34 to 21 because of this. So, so I think we're definitely going to have a couple people who volunteer out for that. I'm going to probably make a few friends go out to that. Riley, this is what we brought you in for. So you got to make a couple of your friends do this. Mike's dad's definitely going to do this. Hi, Mr. Doherty. You're you're in. Um, it might not have to be on Zoom. I might be able to figure out a better way. But but what it's going to be. Sorry, Mike, if I'm stepping on you, you're no, you're good. Like I said, I don't know how we would implement it for sure. So but that's the idea. Right? Yeah. So if you can send Mike a voice message and we can figure out a way to upload it, I'm sure it's easy enough. So so that's what we're going to do once the playoffs are set. Um, it's going to be our our listener appreciation section. And plus, we want to hear what you got to say. But but anyways, so we're going to try to do that. Uh, probably shout it out again, but right now we are going to roll in to our special guest, Mark Jackson, and hear what he has to say. About now, welcoming to the show, a very special guest. He was our first Twitter follower and probably our first fan. He's a food critic on Twitter and a fast food analysis expert my friend mark jackson how you doing mark pat i'm doing great and very excited to be joining you and mike on the podcast tonight we're excited to have you you're looking good i'm loving the mustache loving the haircut yeah we were talking pre-interview i think it's been since the end of february since i got a cut and the stash has been going strong since about april and the hat makes it even better perfect perfect for the interview so just to give people, uh, we'll probably have some before this, so I'm probably repeating myself, but we're going to be doing some fast food talk, but just to break it into the interview. So Mark's a pretty smart guy. So this is how we're going to start with our first question ever. So, or our first question in the interview. All right, Mark, what year was the Magna Carta signed? The Magna Carta 1296. Ooh, Mike, what do you got? See, I felt like the Magna Carta was from <laughs> uh, post-American Revolution, but I have no idea. So I was going to say like the 1820s. <laughs> All right, 1215 is when uh, the see? Magna Carta was signed. So Mark did pretty good. Um, all right, our next question is, and I was just thinking about this today. 
So do you guys think if you could fly that you would just be rich? Like if you just had like no extra extraordinary ability, you could just fly, like maybe at the speed that you could run. Do you just think you'd be a rich person? I think, yes, you'd be able to do favors for people, right? And that's how you'd get rich? Like, oh, hey, clean my gutters? You'd be, well, that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. I was just thinking you'd be like Uber, Uber Eats. Oh, yeah. So but that all depends on what the expenditure of flying is. If it's the same as running, I probably won't do it anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it, like you could walk. Like, it'd be like walking, we would say. But so your walking speed would be running, but flying. Do you think you'd be rich? So that's the expenditures walk. I think that, yeah, I'd, at the very <laughs> least, you'd be like a circus gimmick, right? Yeah, but do you think all those guys are rich? I think like Chris Angel is. Yeah. You know, if you're the best at doing something, if it's flying, then it's then you'll be you'll be all right. But he's talented though, too. So, like, do you think... I didn't say he's not talented. I'm so saying guess, if you're the best at doing something, and if it's flying, I think you can make money doing it. And you're the only one. Okay. Maybe, dumb, <laughs> maybe a dumb question. All right. We are getting into the fast food part of the interview then. So, we're going to question Mark here quick. So, Mark, what makes you a fast, a fast food expert? And what inspired your passion for fast food? Well, I would like to open, and some people that are listening to this podcast may know this, but I am a super taster, um, which sounds all good and grand, but it actually makes me more picky in my food takes. Um, I was looking it up earlier and just says like, we have the ability to taste more bitter things. I know Pat, we agree on our passionate hate for barbecue and barbecue sauce. Um, I think we both enjoy the meats, but the sauce is just awful. Um, But really just simple. I enjoy the simplicity of it. I think food is a highly debatable topic and especially fast food, just people's takes on fast food. I think you can easily tell a lot about that person with their fast food takes. I agree with that. Um, wait, so super taster. I've never even heard of that. Like, do you remember in, it would have been sometime in high school, like they had the different genetics tests, like people had hitchhiker's thumb or a regular thumb. People okay. had a widow's peak. And then we had this paper where you could taste it. And some people just taste paper. <laughs> the people who are super tasters think it tastes like shit. And when I did it, it tastes like shit. So. That'd be like just a funny trick. If I was a teacher, I'd be so bad. Like, <laughs> like wipe my ass with it. <laughs> like, like, if it tastes like shit, you're a super <laughs> the teacher probably just didn't like you, Mark. And he well, wiped his ass probably got a lot of blah ass in my mouth then. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But uh, we missed something. So, so Coney Island in the mall. We're all super Coney Island fans here on this podcast. Uh, shut. When did it shut down? Now, Mark, like that happened on the thirty first. Oh, Mike's got it. Uh. I don't know. Was it the beginning of the year? I didn't see exactly what it was. Uh, Neither did I. I think it was the 31st. Okay. I knew the answer to my own question. But anyways, we're going to do a moment of silence for Coney Island. 
And we'll start that moment of silence in three, two, one. All right. All right. That <laughs> rest in peace, Coney Island. We love you. So that's all well and good. You know that they're not all going away. So that they own two more stores in the cross area. Yeah, one in Holman and one in the other yeah. strips. Yeah, we still but, got our small side. But so the one in the mall's been there since 1980. That's older than all of us. That was a staple. Like, that was always my argument when people told me Coney Island sucked. Like, I'd be like, why is it the only place in the mall that never changes? Yeah. Not now. <laughs> You're out on that one. Yeah, yeah, don't have that one anymore. All right, Mark. So here's your first test to test your expertise. So we're going to go with fries. So Wendy's, Burger King's, McDonald's from one to three or three to one. Yeah, do, if you can. Do the third, second, first. So Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, fries, go. All right. Um, three right away for me is Burger King because when you're at Burger King, you get onion rings. The onion ring sauce, the zesty sauce at Burger King is a top staple fast food dipping sauce. I try to ask for extra all the time. I use it for other fast food options, kind of sits in my sauce drawer, like the Taco Bell sauces. Number three, fries for sure, Burger King, because you go onion rings and you get that sauce. Two, um, I'm going to go with Wendy's. I uh, haven't had the new fries. Uh, Might have gotten a little look there. I haven't had the new fries yet. Um, apparently, they're hot and fresh. And if you complain, you get a new batch. But they're fucking amazing. <laughs> but number one, it's got to be the classic, the OG Mickey D's. Um, the one thing that I wish is did you know that they used to fry the fries in beef tallow before we were born? No clue. Instead of frying it in like regular fry oil now, like it used to be in basically beef fat oil. So I wish I could time travel back a little bit and try some of those beef tallow fries. See, that's the expertise that this guy's bringing to the table for you. He knows the Burger King dipping sauces. Those are great. I I think I mess up when I go to Burger King, but now... Now I'll never mess up again, but I would, I would flip Wendy's with McDonald's for sure. I love Wendy's though. So that might just be a me thing. Big fan of Wendy's too. Love the spicy chicken. I think they were the OGs of the, the spicy chicken world. Um, but yeah, I just curious, have you had the, this, these new fries? Is that what you're basing it off of? Oh yeah. And I don't even know if it's like new fries. I've always loved Wendy's fries. So 
So my thing with fast food, I'll give my first spicy meatball on fast food. Like, I don't give a shit how good your service is, Chick-fil-A. You're overrated. I want to go to Wendy's where the service is bad and it's just part of the charm. Like, it's just part of the experience of going to Wendy's is like, you get shitty service. Chick-fil-A, like, what, what do they say? My pleasure. Screw you. No, it's not. So you're feeling like instead of being treated like royalty when you go there, if you're more likely to get stabbed, you know, you feel like you're more willing to go to that establishment. For fucking sure. No (laughs) doubt about it. Well, it shows true dedication to the craft. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's just, it's an experience. Like, I love it. All right. Let me see where I am on this list. So now we're going to go. Hold on one second. So we said three, two, one for those three places. What are the best fries in America or anywhere? I guess if you have something outside of America, uh, I don't like the place that much. I think it's perfectly mediocre, but I love the curly fries at Arby's. Okay, yep, that's a good call. My my thing that I have against fast food fries is I'm a big ranch fan. Now, I don't know which fries go the best with ranch. I think I'm not a big fan of Culver's fries, but Culver's with ranch is better than Wendy's with ranch, if that makes sense. I can't believe I left this out. Big pro tip. I always order my fries extra crispy. Oh, you're going to get them fresh and they just taste better when they're well done. Uh, If you don't like the Culver's fries pack, get them well done or extra crispy next time. Let me know how it is. (laughs) I wouldn't say I don't like them, but I think the other fries stand alone are better than Culver's fries, but Culver's fries, I can dip in ranch. For some reason, McDonald's fries don't, don't do well in ranch, which I don't know why that is. So do you, do you do that everywhere you go or just at Culver's? Uh, For the fries? Yep. Yeah. Everywhere. And everybody just is kind of like, all right, we know what he wants. Yeah. Well, who do it? It's it's a game changer. Like, well, it might be a little bit longer because we'll have to make them fresh. Oh darn, I get fresh fries. Yeah. So you can see Mike's face right now. He didn't realize that Mark was an actual fast food expert until that (laughs) until that point right there. His mind's just blown. Yeah. Like I didn't think a fast food expert existed. (laughs) This just a guy that fucking uh, shows up and he's like. Yeah, I like fast food. I'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> if I could paint a picture of a fast food expert, it would be Mark right now. I'm just looking good. Got the mullet flowing, the stash is hot, and the Pizza Hut hat has never looked cleaner. All right. So next question, just to further the expertise here and just show you guys how big of an expert this guy is, we are going to go with best pizza chain. Actually, give me your top three and do the same thing like you did with the fries. Sorry, you kind of got to pull them out of thin air. This is a tough one. No, I know. Um, and I'll I'll tell you if they qualify or disqualify. I'm going to be the ultimate ruler on that. I think this is pretty bad. I'm going to go number three, toppers. Two Ooh. in the morning. It just hits different. You know it's going to be there. It's reliable. The garlic sauce is great. They have great ranch as well. The some of the best pick. yeah some of the best ranch i love yeah. that pick right there toppers is underrated in my book 100 yes. um 
Number two, I'm going to go Papa Murphy's. It's simple. It's delicious. The take and bake's a little annoying, but oh, well, you got to bake it at home. I think it's the probably the best tasting of the chain fast food pizzas. But number one, I hate to say it, we're in it. It's just old, reliable, never lets you down. Good Pizza Hut just hits completely different. I like it. That's nostalgia to me. Like my family would go to Pizza Hut. You remember Pizza Hut in Sparta and like you go play on the train? Like when the parents yeah. didn't want to mess with you anymore. You yeah, absolutely. Go- <laughs> I forgot. They had the train right outside the, where Culver's is pretty much now. Yeah. And then they had wow. Mortal, the Mortal Kombat machine and your parents would never give you money. So you just pretended to play on the thing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think it could be a nostalgia thing. Just, I mean, that was the only real option that we had growing up as far as chain pizza in Sparta. I mean, there was you, oh, keep going. No, you're good. Uh, did you remember there was a Domino's when we were like really little? It rings a bell now that you say it, but I don't remember. Not I remember Hardee's. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the Pizza Hut pan style pizza is like, they got the crust figured out. That's fantastic pizza. Oh yeah. That's a colon cleanser too. <laughs> if, if, if you want to uh what is it cleanse yourself or uh, detox yourself just get some some uh pan style is it not pan style what what'd you just say mike yeah the original pan style is the the good one. Oh, okay so i was thinking the the not deep dish but what's the other one not the hand tossed oh no no i was the pan the pan's the thick one the good one okay the pan one Yep. Yep. Okay. The pan one. So like the crust on that is just amazing. So Mark, we'll, we'll tell if you're a real expert right here. So what is the phone number to pizza hut in Sparta? (laughs) Let's say change it. It's two, six, nine, 2330. That a boy. He nailed it. So the only reason I know that is my number growing up was 269-2320. And we would get a lot of Pizza Hut calls. So that was pretty fun. That's probably why you ended up at Pizza Hut. You're, that somebody called to order pizza. You're like, damn, that makes me hungry. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm the biggest sucker for like when a commercial comes on the TV. Like, I'm like, I want that. But that was going to be in Mark's intro. Like, like, I think I like fast food, but. I say I want that. Mark goes and gets that. That's that's what kind of guy Mark is. Got to try them all. You tried the new KFC one that they're pushing all the time? Like the new sandwich? Yeah. I haven't tried the new chicken sandwich at KFC. I need to. Um, obviously did Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, classic. Um, tried McDonald's. I haven't tried the Burger King one. I know one of our friends has said it's great, but. I did. I got the Burger King one. It was pretty good. I liked it. So the only thing I would say is where you mess up in the pizza one is Pizza Ranch is hot on my radar now. That, that's my jam. I love Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch is great. Um, Yeah, I would say that qualifies. I mean, it's buffet style, but the. The fact that you can get the the chicken, the mashed potatoes, and it's good chicken too. Like, I think that sets it apart. Do you know where Rocky Rococo's was started? 
I is Wisconsin, I assume. Oconomowoc. I just found that out right now. So educating the listeners too. See, and I thought my whole life that Rocky Rococo's was like a huge thing. I don't think it is. I think it's like local. Best sausage on a chain pizza. There's hands yeah. down. There's no better sausage than that. Yeah, they got the bulk or like just like the globs. Makes you think that you're actually at like a, a pizza joint. Oh, yeah. I love it. And the heart-shaped pizza on, uh, on uh, Valentine's Day. If you're ever in a tight spot and your girl's mad at you, bring her to Rocky Rococo's. Get that heart-shaped pizza. You're good to Maybe go. Maybe that's the holiday <laughs> that you serve pizza for. Oh, that is, that is a good one. I would love that. But I, I did you share that on the podcast the the holiday that you wanted to have pizza? I think you did, right? Yeah, I I said every holiday, like I would just go with pizza. All right, let's see what I got next on there. So, so still testing out the expertise. I think uh, probably seventy percent of the people that listen to this are from Sparta or live in the Sparta area. So we are going to have Mark build his best fast food meal from Sparta. And I'm going to give you two, two entrees, Mark, two sides, a drink, and then a dessert in Sparta. And I can only get one item from each place. I mean, if you really wanted to take two, yeah, let's just do that. One item. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just thinking, I think I got to start right away on the entree. You got to get the double bacon butter burger from Culver's. Good call. But the other, like, I didn't want to take away, you know, maybe I wanted Culver's dessert, but I love the butter burger. Um, I probably would have included the buffalo strips from Culver's, but they've been gone for like two years now, well, a year since COVID. So really hoping that those make a comeback. Best chicken strips. In fast food bar none. How could um, they do that to us? I don't know. They claim a chicken shortage. I cry bullshit, but um second entree. This is probably gonna get a lot of heat, but I love the chicken quesadilla, Taco Bell. That's a classic. That's a classic fire steak. sauce. It is um probably a little overrated, should have more chicken. Should be like two bucks, not four fifty, but whatever. I'm a glutton for punishment. Get it every time. What What do you think makes it that way? Is it the sauce in it? What What is that sauce? I think the sauce is what does it for me. Yeah, it's a jalapeno sauce. It's very good. Yeah. Um, and they always just seem to put like the right amount on, just oozing out a little bit out of the sides. But great classic right there. Um. That's another place too with charming service. Taco Bell's, you go there. <laughs> There's, yes, you get some great service. <laughs> Taco Bell. I don't think I've been to a Taco Bell that you do get great service. Let's be honest. I, th- I think that's fair, Mike. Yeah. But, but that's that's the charm. You know what to expect when you go to Taco Bell. It's shitty yes. service. Uh, before I continue on this, I might interject with just like a quick spicy meatball here. Um, Burger King on its own is whatever, but why is Burger King always just like the scrubby stepson or whatever? Like every single Burger King is just like the ugly cousin that you just like, uh, yeah, I guess he's just here. 
Yeah, it's definitely McDonald's like little brother that doesn't shower or something. It might be the older brother that's like slinging drugs or something. Or that. that yeah. That's good too. Yeah. So on that, I don't know if I can. Oh gosh. All right. So for side, I got to go now to that older brother that's slinging drugs and get my drug of choice. Get those onion rings for a side with the zesty sauce. Maybe even get a little crazy and dip my quesadilla in the zesty sauce too. Oh, but maybe. I think the onion rings as my side. Um, I was going to try to steal chicken fries as a side instead of an entree. but I'll, let, I'll allow it. I don't want to oh, double well, No, but you already did the onion rings. So. Yeah. So then I'll go to, um, I'm going to go to Pizza Hut and get an order of breadsticks. Ooh, breadsticks. Really? You get, go, you'd go breadsticks over garlic cheese bread? Yep, I'd go with the breadsticks. Um, the cheese sticks are also really good too, but just the original breadsticks, dip in a little marinara, get you a side of ranch. If you got any of that zesty sauce left over, I'm sure that would be delicious too. Um, and then for dessert, just got to go the cookie dough uh, blizzard at Dairy Queen. Nailed it. That's the only choice right there. That I did. I disagree. You... I, I'm a cheesecake blizzard guy myself. Okay. Well, you you go blizzard when you when you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. So when you do blizzards, though, do you? So I, I don't go to Dairy Queen that much. But do you have to ask for like the no? Do you put the chocolate in the blizzard? Because I was asked for it without the chocolate syrup. Oh, I guess. You might have flipped one on me. I just, I just always just ordered as is. I didn't, I didn't know that they put chocolate syrup in there. Maybe they don't. I just ask for it without the chocolate syrup, <laughs> and they're just like, "What's, what's <laughs> wrong with this guy?" <laughs> I don't know. But now that you say that, like, it does look like it does have like a darker color to it every time I get it. Yeah. So that was my gripe with. So I thought it was so cool when I was a little kid to get a twist cone, but then the twist cone all started to taste just like chocolate ice cream. And I like vanilla better than chocolate. So I, I made a switch when I turned to an adult and I was just like, no more twist cones. We're just going straight vanilla. But, but yeah, that's, so let me recap your, your meal. So we have Culver's butter burger, double butter burger. Yeah. Add some bacon on it. With bacon, with bacon, and we're going over to Taco Bell. We're getting a chicken quesadilla with the amazing sauce. Then we're going to Burger King to get some onion rings with some more zesty sauce. Pizza Hut for some breadsticks. Then we're going to cap it off with a Blizzard from Dairy Queen cookie dough Blizzard. We're going to minus the chocolate. We're going to say minus the chocolate, guys. So if you want the best meal there. But we did. We forgot a drink, so you get a drink from any of these places. So Yum Yum Corporation, I think they have Dr Pepper. If you're a Dr Pepper fan, wait, well, no, no, they got Pepsi. They got Pepsi. There's only one answer for this. You're going to McDonald's for the drink. It's just yeah. a matter of do you want a Coke or do you want a high C orange? Um, since they brought it back, you got to get the high C orange. I love it. I do think it tastes a little bit different. Just like our beloved Sun Drop, since it went national uh, back from a few years ago, when it used to really, really hit the spot, now it just really hits the spot. But uh, 
I think you got to go the high C orange, or if you need a little caffeine in your life, then you go with the Coca-Cola. Yeah. McDonald's Coke and Sundrop always rivaled with me. I was like, always like if I was in a store, I was going to get a Sundrop no matter what. But if you told me like, Hey, I'll get you a McDonald's Coke or a bottle of Sundrop. I would think for a while and then I'd be like, give me the Sundrop. But, but it made me think at least for a little bit. See, and- I think it's, I think it's interesting that you said a bottle of Sundrop because I think everyone knows yeah. a can, of, a can of Sundrop hits different. It's the Mike, way to drink it. Mike's, Mike's on board with you. Yeah. I am a cans guy. I, like, I like almost don't like it out of the bottle. You know Mike, what I mean? Like, Mike likes those cans in his face. Just give me them cans, baby. <laughs> but no, I was I was always a bottle guy. So I was looking up. So now Mike took a commanding lead in the the Bing Bong Sundrop Challenge, and so I looked at the Walmart here for Sundrop, and I found a bottle of Sundrop there. I, I never looked for the case. Thirty dollars for a case of Sundrop down here is what it told me online. Just. That, granted, that was a 24-pack, but still, like, it seems like a $10, per, $12 purchase. I don't know. So I bet you they don't have a case. The online stuff, they'll ship that shit to you. Okay. I, I might have to get on that soon because I'm getting my Just start out. bugging the manager every week, dress up in different, like, then beat it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. All right. So Mark- I was thinking, sorry, Pat. Just no, go for it. Mike. I I could be completely wrong on this. Was there like a sundrop shortage a few months ago, or did I just dream this up? Like I thought I saw in like my Snapchat or something like people grabbing cases of sundrop because they thought it was running low. It was deer season. That's when I drink all my <laughs> sundrop. No, so I, I I know the answer to this, Mark. I think well, I don't know the answer. I think the answer is yes. So and I know where you got that picture because I think one of the guys in our group chat sent a picture that it was like a picture of some sun drop and it said limit six bottles of person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tweet that out. Yeah. Show. But yeah, they, there was a store. I want to say it was Cataract Mart that, uh, that <laughs> told everybody. <laughs> told everybody you can only have six bottles at a time (laughs) you had to walk out of the store and walk back in and get six more bottles Uh, gotta love sundrop gotta love cataract all right so we are going to lead into so i want to hear some of we we usually do mike's spicy meatballs but for this segment we're going to do mark's spicy meatballs on the fast fast food community I kind of let one of my favorite ones go, but we're going to let Mark do a spicy meatball. Mike's got any spicy meatballs on this. And I got a couple spicy meatballs on fast food. Okay. Um, my thing that I like to do is try to find the best establishment of a certain chain. For example, I think hands down the Sparta subway on the corner, kitty corner from Walgreens across from Arnold's across from Taco Bell. We know the one is by far the best subway I've ever had in my entire life. 100% agree. There's something about the chicken that they do there, the chicken breast, like how they have it steamed. Like when I go to the subway closest to me down here, they have to microwave that shit. 
like in Sparta, it's just ready to rock. I don't need a toast it. I don't need anything. I that's that subway's awesome. Yes, they pull it right out of the steamer, exactly like you said. Something about their bread, it's always a little bit fuller. It's never that flaky, flat stuff that you find at other subways. Um, even the subway that's in Walmart and Sparta, I've just like gone by, never ordered there because why? When I could just go down the street. But yes, by far, that is the best subway in the nation, the Sparta subway on the corner. Also on that same note, I think I found the best McDonald's. The best McDonald's is located in Sauk City, Wisconsin. Does anybody know why the Sauk City, Wisconsin McDonald's might be the best McDonald's location? Mike, give an answer. So (laughs) I seen one time that the arches went over the road. That's my answer. That's the place where that happened. Is it the one with the moon? I love those McDonald's where they got the, the moon theme. Uh, great guesses. Neither of those. Um, Wait, I got one more guess. Okay, go ahead. Best play place. Uh, I don't even know if they have a play place. <laughs> okay. Well. So, Sauk City, Wisconsin, as some of the listeners may know, is the birthplace of Culver's. So... This McDonald's is directly across the street from the Culver's. They are in the town that built Culver's. So that McDonald's just by nature has to be that good for people to even want to go there. Because why wouldn't you just go to the the original Culver's right across the street? That makes sense. I've had three meals at this McDonald's location. Phenomenal every time. Quarter pounders are fresh. Big Macs our Big Macs, and that high C. It's that high C, baby. Hell, yeah. Well, one, one McDonald's take, though, dude. Go, so I, obviously I say this every episode that we, but Brazil's uh, McDonald's, top-notch fucking McDonald's. They they rock stuff. They got a Picanha burger. They still got Big and Tasties. Um, Gabby's loving the Big and Tasties, but, but, uh, McDonald's in Brazil, so Gabby explains it, is like, it's kind of bougie. Like, it's kind of expensive for the people of Brazil. So, like, when you go in there, they just service in Brazil is very good. Like, it's cheap labor. So, like, I don't know why that leads to good service. But anyways, I'll get off that. But anyways. Doesn't that make it a terrible place to go, though? You you would think. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> what do you mean? You want to get shot every time you're eating a burger, so. That makes it a terrible place to go if they got good service. All right. You guys handcuffed me on that one. But <laughs> but anyways, like there, there's no, it's consistent there. So it's consistent. I, I just like the consistency of it. But but sure. Well, you get shot anywhere in Brazil. So you don't need that. <laughs> and just the last piece that I wanted to add on that. Um, I just really miss the Sparta AW. Um that was phenomenal back in the day. Chopper Jones used to run it. Andy would be back there slinging burgers. Um, that was, again, that was the best AW ever because it was like, I don't know if you remember Pat, but it was, or Mike, it was like a locally owned AW. So I feel like they could do things. They were doing things different that weren't by the corporate book. <laughs> I, I don't know if they were supposed to be doing that, but yes, I, I do remember that. Like, the, the, the burgers had people's names. Yeah. 
And I will say on that note, though, AW is the second best hot dog chain in in hot dog chains. So Coney Island, and then uh, AW, and then I'd say Sonic. But so I did have a quick question for you, Mike. So Culver's, you were saying Sox City's McDonald's is across from a Culver's, but do you know that Culver's comes from someone who owned an AW? And kind of did what they did in uh, in Sparta. They kind of started doing their own thing, and then they eventually changed it into Culver's. I'm pretty sure that's how the story goes. But I believe it. I didn't know the backstory. I just every time I come into town, I drive by the big sign that says "Home of Culver's." <laughs> See, I yes. So I hope one day we get uh, big enough where I can just say something like that and then enough people hear it and they just think that that's like the rumor. I think the best one I've ever heard of that is on, uh, what's the movie? Knocked Up. Knocked Up. When they say the people farting on pillows gives you pink eye and now everybody thinks farting on pillows gives you pink eye. I want to be able to do that. Well, I think they hit it on, pardon my take, but the best viral video that was before viral videos was that Marilyn Manson got his ribs taken out so he could suck his own dick. Every kid on the playground heard that story. (laughs) Yeah, I guess until this very moment. I must have missed that. Is that real? I I don't even know. Pat's trying it over there. So Yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking. He's got to figure out what's going on. Looking into plastic surgeons here soon. So that's not real. That's what we're going with. That's that wasn't a real thing. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> Every kid in the playground knew it, though. Yeah. All right. Any more spicy meatballs? I uh, know. I can pass it along to you guys. All right. My fast food spicy meatball, like I alluded to earlier, uh, Chick Fil A is overrated. I don't get it. I do not get the whole thing. I'd rather go to KFC than Chick Fil A. I think that'll fire some people up. I love KFC, though. I think that's another nostalgic thing. Getting a whole bucket of chicken and some mashed potatoes. And they have great macaroni and cheese. See, I think the the problem with your argument there is you're comparing KFC, which you're getting the bucket of chicken. Chick-fil-A, you're just getting sandwiches. You don't have the option to get there. All right, so I'll even double down on this. I would rather go to Wendy's for chicken than... Uh, then Chick-fil-A. Okay. That, that's where I stand on Chick-fil-A. I thought I had a, another spicy meatball there, but I didn't write it down. You got anything, Mike? Uh, so my spicy meatball would be that if you're going to fast food, just order off the value menu. It's just fucking okay food. Okay. That's how I used to live. So Yeah. That's the way I, I no, still live. Yeah, no, I used to be a big McChicken guy. So McChicken yeah. and McDoubles. All right, we're, this is the point of the interview. We're going to bring Riley in. Riley, you got anything for us? I'm disappointed this wasn't brought up, but um, Little Caesars is super underrated. <laughs> super I, I agree underrated. with that. When it's, when it's made fresh, it's a solid pizza for a good price. And to Mark's point about the 2 a.m. with the toppers, 2 a.m. or like 2.30, if you go past uh, a Little Caesars, you can dumpster dive those fucking pizzas, too. (laughs) 
I mean, I in terms of being a broke college student, we just get a five dollar pizza and that'd be our meal for the day. So it'd work out for like NFL Sundays. You drop five bucks on a fresh pizza and you're set. Oh yeah, and you got the beer Olympics rolling, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. people people start getting a little hungry. Pool in twenty bucks, you get four pizzas. You take you care go. of that beer Olympics. There like, you go. I respect that take. I love Little Caesars. Uh, Gabby does not love Little Caesars. We live pretty close to one, so we don't eat Little Caesars that much. That's uh, um, and I have a question for Mark. Have uh, what's your thought on canes? It's pretty controversial down here for some reason. I'm a big fan, but I just want to hear your take. So I've had I've had canes one, uh, yeah, just once. It just got to Madison. Uh, I had it actually when I was down at Arizona last year. Um, the cane sauce is pretty good. I'm a little upset that there's not more options. I don't get why people drool over it. I think it's a good sauce. I don't know if it's a great sauce. Um, pro tip for people that do go to canes, though, I had to look this up before I went. You can substitute anything for the toast. So get yep. rid of that coleslaw, double up on the toast, get a, I think it's the four strip combo and then get yourself mm-hmm. an extra cane sauce. It's good. It's not great. I, like I said, it's been to Madison for like six months and I haven't gone. All right. On that, on that note. So Mark knows his, his Southwestern fast food too. So are you going to uh, Taco Bell? Or are you going to Del Taco when you're in, in the Arizona area? Or is that, is Del Taco in that? Yeah, I had Del Taco for the first time when I went down last year because I was there for for four weeks since we were teaching virtually. Um, Del Taco was nothing to me. It was fine. <laughs> I'd rather go to Taco Bell. Okay, I remember. So I had an exercise at Nellis Air Force Base, which is Vegas, and like th- that was the closest thing I was to. So I went there for breakfast every day. I enjoyed it. I'm not much of a food critic, but whatever. I, I mean. It- I guess it was fine. Maybe I was just expecting a little bit more. Like it's not like it was bad. Uh, oh, oh yeah, they pumped that shit. Like yeah. Um, a good breakfast sandwich down south. Uh, Whataburgers, honey butter chicken biscuit. Um, you can get it on a regular biscuit, or you can get a jalapeno cheddar biscuit. Usually do one of each, and then get a side of the honey butter sauce, and just feel like a real glutton. You're just dipping the chicken in the butter. It's very good. That's what's up. And Whataburger is like the the drunk food king down where I am in Florida, at least. Like they're the only thing that's staying open all night long. So good call. Uh, I've I've grown to love Whataburger since being down here. But I just point at a menu item and then call it out when I see it. So I never know what I'm going getting when I'm going to Whataburger, but I know I'm getting something good. All right, so we are going to roll into, so I had, we were going to draft five fast food places. I think that's too many. I think we would be digging deep in the well. So I'm going to brainstorm it on the fly. What do you, what do you guys think? Should we take three fast food places? So we draft, you can't, uh, you can't double draft anything. So once it's drafted, it's gone. And then breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You guys like that? Sure. Yeah, that works. No, do you got a better idea, Mark? Well, I just said, like, by breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you mean, like, we're drafting a fast food item? I meant supper, Mark, not dinner. (laughs) Get out of here with that. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. I think once we get rolling, yeah, it'll make sense. All right. So are we drafting one item for each? No, no, no. So you are drafting your restaurant first. So I guess and then we're, we're kinda... going to, and then we're going to pick a breakfast, lunch, and dinner item. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that you got to know your restaurants first and then, and then you're going to roll into, yeah, your menu. So since, uh, so since Mark's our guest, Riley's new. So we're going to go, the draft order is going to go, um, Mark, Riley, Mike, then me, Snake drafted back. Um, and, I will try to keep track of it, but I'm going to be writing. So I'm okay. bad at this. I'm a bad organizer. So Mark, go for it. Just because I want to draft my favorite fast food item. I'm going to go with five guys. Five guys. Ooh, I think that's almost cheating, but all right, Riley. Um, I'll go first round. I'll go Culver's. Culver's. Mike. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> Mike goes TB. I'm going to go Wendy's. And then I'm going to go Qdoba. And then Mike, back to you. <laughs> All right. So uh, is Famous Dave's fast food or not fast food? Not fast food. Ah, fuck. So I would say like five guys was fringing it. Like, and I would say Qdoba was fringing it. So. Fast casual. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Famous Dave's is like, like fancy, isn't it? For people from Wellington. <laughs> uh, Famous Dave's is probably my favorite restaurant. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Burger King. EK. Mike's losing this shit. <laughs> my next. Yep. Yep, right. Okay. Um, is Portillo's does that count as fast food? Yeah. Mark. Yeah. Yeah, give me Portillo's. It's a good one. Um, shit. Uh, just gonna get a little variety in my menu, so I'm gonna go Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. And I'll go Whataburger. All right, Riley. Um. For my last pick, uh, is Cinnabon count as fast food? I'll count it. Yeah, give me Cinnabon. I've never been there, but it sounds fast food. So, Mike, you got Taco Bell, Burger King. Oh, I'm going to round this up. So, is this the last round? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to round this out with something nice, too. McDonald's. MD. I going to say if it didn't get drafted. My God. I just won the draft. I can't believe it fell to me. Coney Island, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My first pick, one one, felt Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Nailed it. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to draw a line here and mark. So I want a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Supper, I mean. <laughs> one from each place obviously yeah okay so i'm getting the honey butter chicken biscuit at whataburger uh the jersey mics we're gonna go i don't know what the number is i think it's the 57 the big kahuna cheesesteak i'll probably listen back to this so don't worry about taking your time 
And then for dinner, supper, <laughs> gotta go, gotta go the bacon cheeseburger at Five Guys. Ooh, that is a good one. All right, Riley, you have Culver's, Portillo's, Cinnabon. All right, uh, for breakfast, give me obviously a Cinnabon, just a fresh cup, those uh, cinnamon roll uh, bites. Those are, you can't miss with those. I think everybody loves those. For I love lunch, Sorry, go ahead. I love me a cinnamon roll. I've never been to Cinnabon, so maybe I'm, well, maybe I'm there you go. Somewhere. There you go. Your local rundown mall that's probably going out of business has it, so check it out. Um, for lunch, give me the Wisconsin Swiss melt from Culver's. Um, I got it down here. I, I live in Texas now. They have, like, two restaurants by me that, like, within, like, 60 minutes they do not make it the same down here as it is in Wisconsin, the Swiss melt. So you got to be in Wisconsin. I feel like probably have that California cheese. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's not (laughs) even comparable. Like I didn't even finish it. It was, I felt ashamed of myself. And then, uh, for, uh, supper or dinner, um, give me a bacon cheeseburger from Portillo's. There's a lot you can choose from there. They have incredible hot dogs. Incredible chicken sandwiches, dessert, but the bacon cheeseburgers, incredible. So I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I've only been to Portillo's twice, and it blew my mind both times. I was like, damn, this place. Yeah, the, the one in Madison, I was there. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mike, we got Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's. Real quick. Oh, so um, Riley, uh, couldn't help but notice you mentioned Portillo's, but then don't mention any Italian beef. So... I know I've, I, I, I'm not a big, I like Italian beef. I don't know what it, what it is. I just prefer it like a greasy cheeseburger. Um, my girlfriend's from Chicago too. So I'm sure she's listening over there, just like rolling her eyes at me, but I'm sticking with that bacon cheeseburger. I haven't had the cheeseburger from there. My buddy Jeff raves about him too, but I always just get the beef. So now that I got two voices in my head, I might have to try the cheeseburger next time. The chocolate cake too is incredible. So I would check that out. Are they big on hot dogs too? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a Chicago based fast food place. So it's yeah. Hot dogs. Chicago. Sure. Yeah. All right. Mike's Taco Bell, Burger King, McDonald's. So I got the McGriddle from from McDonald's uh, breakfast sandwich. Uh, cheesy bean and rice burritos from Taco Bell. I'll take five of them. They'll be perfect for lunch. And then uh, Burger King for dinner. Just a, as they make it Whopper. That's You like putting those Whoppers in your mouth, don't you? Big Whoppers. <laughs> All right. All right. I've been loving Wendy's breakfast. So I can't remember exactly what it's called, but like the Baconator of breakfast, that's what I'm getting. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think, isn't it uh, like an egg and it's got like way too much cheese, sausage, bacon, obviously. I think there's a little gravy on it too. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Gravy. Qdoba, I'm going with this steak burrito, chips, and queso. And Coney Island, hell yeah. 
you guys know you lost right there when I went with that. So I'm doing the, the double dog combo. So two double dogs, fully loaded, uh, chili, cheese, onions, everything. Uh, and then I do love Coney Island fries, but I'm going to get some cheese curds with a side of ranch too. Ooh, you guys got fucking smoked. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I just beat an expert on that one. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of it. All right. Well, I think I think that's all I got, Mark. You got anything else for us? You've been great. This is honestly. I'd like to ask Mark one more question before he takes off. Um, yeah, go ahead. What are your like special orders? So you mentioned one where you order your fries extra crispy everywhere you go. Yeah. Um, like for just a few restaurants, what are your hacks to the fast food? Game? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I really have too many other hacks. I hate mayonnaise. So I never get mayonnaise anywhere. Um, yeah, I, the, the only thing I can think of is the extra crispy. It's a great question, but yeah, I don't so, think I have so, so for me, I'm a guy that, uh, I believe pretty strongly that, you eat it the way they make it. That's why it's good, right? So they put it on their menu because somebody did it right. You don't have to change shit. I know that there's a lot of people that tweak tweak their stuff a little bit, and then it, it's a lot better. Yeah. Um, so any sit-down burger that I get now at a restaurant, I eat it as is. I don't add any ketchup, don't add any mustard. Um, as much as I love fast food, I don't think it's quite at that level of sit-down. So I feel like I need to add a little bit of twist to it, uh, whether it's taking stuff off, dipping it in whatever when I get home. I know I talked a lot about sauces today, but yeah, I like your take on that where it's, it's that, that's why they did it for a reason, right? Yeah. And le- so like the Whopper is a good example for me. It tastes, I think it tastes like that because that's what it's always been, you know? So even like you wouldn't add a cheese to the Whopper? Uh, I don't know if I do or not. I might. So I have no issues with cheese on it, but um, I don't know. So I don't like specifically order it on there. I guess I didn't know it didn't have cheese. Yeah, check that out next time. I think the OG one doesn't have cheese. I think you have to order it with okay. cheese. Interesting. I had no idea. Well, see, you've just been eating it the right way, and that's how they intended you to make it, and you love it. Yeah, maybe. And that was going to be my stump for you. So, Mike, when you get like a McChicken, you don't add cheese? No. Oh, that's a good one, Pat. Always yeah. add cheese on the McChicken. Yeah, it's so See, good. But Takes it so up. I, Spend that 25 cents. I am a, uh, like, I I love mayo. I like mayo a lot. So, I, like, that sandwich is pretty good because of the mayo. Now, they use real mayo instead of, uh, like, salad dressing or miracle whip or whatever you call it miracle whips definitely better but i don't know too many restaurants that use that so yeah i don't i don't know the difference between miracle whip and mayonnaise so i couldn't i just don't eat either one i like i like aiolis though so like any type of like spicy mayo or like any type of flavored mayo i'll eat but just like regular mayo i don't know can't do it i try it every year it's not bad Yeah. And that's one of the things, like, I think to Mike's point, like if a sandwich comes with mayo, I don't say no mayo, 
but like I never ask for mayo on anything is is how I roll with that because I guess I do kind of enjoy it but yeah I I think that's how sour cream is for me. Um, like Qdoba, I'll add sour cream to my burrito. Um, if anything at Taco Bell comes with sour cream, I'll get it. But if we're at a Packer game, someone's got Taco Bar set up, like I'm not adding sour cream to my meal. That's interesting to me though. So like when you're get, when you're making your own burrito at Qdoba, you will add it, but like you won't add a taco bar. Cause I don't I don't even add it at Qdoba or Qdoba. Well, it's interesting. And as far as I know, Qdoba still does it out of the squirt. So it gets like they squirt the mayo, they squirt it right on your burrito, squirt Hell that yeah. sauce right on there. Um, but yeah, by doing that, it gets like an even spread. Whereas the Taco Bell, you're playing a little bit with fire because it just kind of globs out of a gun. So if you don't really like the sour cream, you might get a big sour cream bite. But well, I definitely love this interview. I wish I almost had more questions to add, but I think we did a pretty good job on fast food. Mark, you for sure are an expert. Um, great interview. I think this one's going to hit hard. Uh, Mike, you got anything to add there? No, thank you very much, Mark. That was enlightening. Um, yeah. I feel smarter today. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Mike. And uh, Riley, the newcomer, best of luck. Keep listening to the pod and share out as much as I can. Appreciate it, guys. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Mark. Yes. Thank you, Mark. All right. That was our interview with Mark. I absolutely loved it. What do you think, Mike? It was great. Enlightened me. I thought everything went smooth. Uh, I didn't realize that someone could actually kind of be that. Right. (laughs) I think that gets talked about a little bit during the during the interview, but. It it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He brought the heat. What do you think, Riley? That was your first ever, <laughs> like, experience with the show. I, I was impressed. Um, it really hit me when he was a fast food expert, when he was talking about how different restaurants squeeze their mayo out, one with, like, a gun and one with the bottle and so on. It was, it was, it was good. It was a fun uh, conversation. Yeah. And, and follow Mike on, or uh, Mark on Twitter, too, because every once in a while he gets a wild hair up his ass and he starts doing uh, fast food reviews, and they're absolutely amazing. Uh, I think he went to the Minnesota State Fair, so they're known for, like, all their crazy food and good food. And Mark was just chowing down on everything. There was, like, a cupcake. I wish I would have brought this up on the interview now. Uh, it had like literal bugs on it, like actual bugs. So, he ate yeah, it. I didn't know if that thing was real on his Twitter. I was like, did he actually eat that shit? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm sure he did. After Yeah. After this, I'm sure. he did. No, no, no. And I was back in Wisconsin with one of his best friends and he he was skeptical about it, too. So I think we ended up calling him at the bar. It was one of those nights like. Yeah. And, and like he he confirmed it yeah he ate a cupcake covered in like nasty ass bugs but but yeah he he was a true fast food expert um I, honestly our first fan of the show he actually gave me a lot of like confidence in like what we were doing and i think he said it off camera but he was just like yeah like you guys are going for it shooting for it 
And I appreciated that support off the bat, but it was also helped that he was an actual expert on a subject. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to roll into the Sundrop challenge week 17 recap. So Mike's whooping my ass here, but we'll go, we'll go for it. So Mike goes 10, six and one hitting his double dog in every single week so far that it's exist. And that's blowing my mind. I think I'm, it's only three weeks, but it's still like, I'm very surprised. No. And this week was like, actually, I, I think this week was a ballsy one uh, with the Cardinals plus five and a half. Like, cause you could just take the Cardinals to, with those points. But anyways, I thought the Cowboys were going to beat them. But anyways, Mike hits that double dog goes 10 and six and one. So he's plus 340 bing bongs. Uh, and takes a commanding lead on the Sundrop Challenge. I go seven, nine, and one, uh, losing 190 bing bongs and falling a Sundrop behind in the match play and then down in the stroke play as well. So I'm down two Sundrops. So I'm going to have to find a way to get Kansas Sundrop because right now it looks like I'm shotgun two Sundrops unless I have a hell of a week 18. Um, but yeah, Mike, you fucking turned it around and I had a rough first couple of weeks, but uh I've been hitting a lot of games. And I don't yeah. I'm not really honestly sure why. I can't Dude, did you see how I was sitting after the the noon games? Yeah, you were you were up on you. No, you were like all red. All right. red. So the only game I had right was the Patriots one. And yeah. So and then there were two pushes at the new games, right? No, we only had one push all week. I was, there was a one game I was thinking was a push. There there was a couple that were close. I think the Niners, the Niners game, it looked like they might have pushed. And maybe I did the math wrong and they pushed, but I took the win for it. All right. I think so, you had it had a half and I had it at a full. Oh, okay. Right. So one of the games where you had it were 13 and a half, I had it 14 or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to roll into the games. Um, I think how I'm going to do it is I'm just going to do like the little spiel I have written. Hopefully it jogs something in your guys' memory. Uh, but for you, Riley, if you pull up the box score of, I won't do this every time, but the game I say, so we're doing dolphins at Titans. We had Titans minus three and a half Titans win 34 to three. Mike wins. Pat loses uh, just an absolute ass whooping dolphins proved the only reason that they were winning was because they were playing shitty teams. Uh, my only question about the Titans is if they fall behind in a game early, I don't know what they can do. Like, I don't think Tannehill's that guy that can, can bring you back in a you're down. So the Titans have proved that with even without Henry, they have a solid team built around. Right. Yeah. Foreman runs the ball pretty damn well. So I mean, yeah, if they get Henry back and they can even split carries with him, I I was saying like if the Titans get a fully healthy Henry back, that they're going to be a challenge to get to the super. Or I mean, they're gonna they're gonna compete to get the Super Bowl. I don't even think that anymore. I think if they get a Henry above 70%, I think they got a shot. As long as they don't, 
I mean, Tannehill doesn't turn the ball over. Like, he doesn't do dumb things that will get a pick six. But as long as they don't have, like, a stupid mistake early that makes them fall behind, I, I think the Titans have a good chance. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's the only, the only thing I have on the Titans is I don't think they're a team that can come back in the game. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I wouldn't know one way or the other, to tell you the truth, so. Yeah, and I, I don't know if there's, like, stats that, like, provide that for me. Like, when you need to run the ball. Like, so I'm saying if a team gets up 14, nothing on them. I think they're done for. Like, where the Chiefs, I don't yeah. think the Chiefs are done. In that game. I don't think the Bengals are done in a game that they get down 14, nothing. I don't think the Packers were, are done when they're in a game 14, nothing. The Chiefs were down 10, or the Bengals were down 10 to the Chiefs. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Riley, you got anything for that Dalton Dolphins at uh Titans? Um, no, I think I actually picked the Dolphins to be my double dog in that game. I think I tweeted at you guys. I could be wrong. I might have been thinking that. I'm you a little embarrassed. I'm a little embarrassed by that one. If yeah. we're gonna be no, honest. You texted me it. I'll I'll tweet it out for the people because uh, I was trying to be nice. All right, we're going to roll into the next game. <laughs> Falcons at the Bills. Uh, this might be the game you're talking about, Mike. Uh, yeah. Falcons at the Bills. We had the Bills minus 14 and a half. Bills win 29 to 15. And we both took the Bills and we both lost by a half a point. Um, after this game, though, I really don't know how I feel about the Bills. Like, Because the, the Falcons were in that game the whole time. Um, Allen throws three interceptions and they win. So, I guess that's positive. Like what? What? Uh, so, the Bills are a good team. I think that Atlanta is just a team that they're not going to beat any good teams, but they're a decent team. They're not terrible, right? So, what do they have? Like seven wins or something like that. Yeah. And, hey, so, Riley, here. I got an assignment for you. Do the yeah. Fal- are the Falcons fully eliminated? I think I might have this out. Too. Yeah, um, the only person that's still in the hunt is New Orleans. Okay, okay. So we so have New that Orleans, and I don't know what the top seven seeds are, but I know New Orleans is the only one left in the hunt. I saw that. I'll, I'll pull up a playoff picture. Um, let me see. All right. We appreciate that. So, yeah, just have that up ready to roll. But, yeah, the Falcons are eliminated. I think Mike's yes. right. So, yep, the Falcons are eliminated. And, so, yeah. yeah, in terms of the NFC, the Saints are the only team that's in the hunt. So. All right. And we're, we're going to get to a little bit more of who's still in the hunt once we get to the games we're picking this next week. So, anyways, next game we have is Raiders at the Colts. This was probably my most surprising game of the week uh the raiders end up winning 23 to 20 we both picked the colts and we both lost if i haven't hammered it into your head by this point enough that hunter hunter renfro is just an absolute beast i don't know i don't know what i'm doing wrong because that guy is a monster jonathan taylor goes for over 100 again great game um I don't know what I take out of it other than I think the Colts. I think your Colts Super Bowl pick might be in jeopardy. Yep. 
yeah, I was real surprised. I've, I've been a Colts apologist for a while now, so it, I don't like when they lose. But I'm a Raiders apologist, too. So. Yeah, no, I mean, and nope. I think the Raiders have surprised us a couple couple times. Uh, I didn't think they had a chance after the rugs shit and yeah. the and shit. I thought shit was like they might win a game or two after that, and they were okay, but they weren't good, right? I think now they might be good. So I think they're – yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they're good. Um, Riley. Tell us what Wentz did in this game. So once he was, let's see. Did he poop his pants? He, uh, reading his stat line, I didn't get to watch it. He, it looked like he pooped his pants a little. It looked like he, it was the typical uh, Carson Wentz storyline that you, he can't really put together a full game. I mean, he'll, he'll, play a very good game now and again, but when it comes down to a crunch time and important games, you don't know what you're going to get with him. And I think going forward, that's obviously a big uh, liability. You got a stat lineup. Yeah. He went uh 16 for 27, 148 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah. Probably not ideal for a franchise quarterback. So yeah, but to Riley's point, so I'm going to talk about it later in the, the Wisconsin minute. Um, Rogers drops these dimes very consistently, like he was like Aaron Rodgers was doing in the game against the Vikings. Wentz can drop those dimes, he just doesn't do it consistently. That that's that's my knock on Wentz. Is like there's something there, but there's something not there. And I think it's because he poops his pants. Yeah, I well, see, he, he might not have pooped his pants this week. No, he no, just, uh, pooped at uh, cheap shots or something. Yeah, either he pooped at cheap shots or he really had to take a poop, but he didn't poop his pants. Like he held it, like he was trying hard not to poop his pants. But yeah, that's what I got for that one. The Colts uh, don't look so great to me anymore to to make a run. But I don't think the Raiders look that great to make a run. You got I don't think the Raiders could make a run, but I think they're good, right? I don't think they're they're not special. Yeah. But they're so, they're a good team. So yeah, I think the Raiders and Colts could play in the uh AFC North and they would they would be 500 as well. <laughs> Just shit on the north. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of the north, you're like the smartest man on the planet. I know. I took the Bengals early, um, but we'll get there. Uh, so next game we got Jags at Pats. Uh, nothing surprising in that game. Patriots went 50 to 10. I guess that's a little surprising, but we were both on it. We both gave 15 and a half points in that game. And I mean, it was what we expected. The, the Patriots won 50 to 10. Um, the Jags are done playing. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the only thing surprising in that game to me is that the Jaguars actually scored a touchdown. Like I, I didn't expect that out of them, but they got one late. Um, Mike's boy Mac Jones looked great, but granted, he was playing the Jaguars, and so, like I said, I think he's he's going to end up being good, but I, I don't want him to be good. 
Yeah. No, he, I think he's, I think he's there. I think he's going to be good. Um, all right. So that's, we'll keep that game short and sweet. So next game we have, we, we had, this one surprised me a little bit. So we had the Bucks minus 13 at the Jets. Bucks end up winning 28 to 24. Uh, way more proof here that the Bucks are very beatable to me. Definitely felt like the Jets should have won this one. Had a 24-10 lead in the third quarter. Uh, Bucks scored a TD pretty quick uh, right after that. But it was funny to me that the, the drive that A.B. took his shit off, and so Antonio Brown leaves the game, they, they scored a touchdown on that drive. Did you guys realize that? Uh, I did not realize that, but so apparently that all started in the locker room. He's coming out to the game. He won't go in the game and then fucking just decides to lose his shit. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta handle that guy with gloves for sure. I will say I love how Tom Brady responded to that, that situation because like, he's just such a, empathetic good dude i don't know like i i i hated i hated tom brady for the longest Mm -hmm. time in my life but i love tom brady now like he just reminds me of like just like a great guy like he's very emotional and like his emotional intelligence is off the chain and i think in a leader like that's such an important thing like hey i need to I need to handle this guy this way. I need to handle this guy that way. I need to handle this guy that like just all that. I don't know. Because like, if if you look at the stat line, like Antonio Brown had three catches, five targets. It's not like he was like, you know, so something, something had to happen. Yeah. Who knows what it like their stories will come out eventually, but I would assume that Brady and uh, Brown are decent friends, and that Brown's going through some real shit, and he knows that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it seemed like. But I do think Brady's the guy that's that's not going to give you the quick answer. Like he's he's gonna look at like this side of the story, this side of the story, and maybe he will say like one way or the other. But anyways, we'll just get back to the game, not touch that too much, because I'm sure everything else you guys are listening to is strictly talking about that. But but it, it really looked like the Jets should have beat the Buccaneers, and that made me feel really good. Yeah, I, I would agree that I think that. But maybe that's the problem, is that everything feels like you can beat the Bucs, and then you just fucking don't. I don't want the Packers to play the Bucks in the playoffs, but I don't know. We'll we'll get to the Packers minute and they're beatable. They were beatable last year, right? So there's things that happened in that game that if the ball bounces slightly different, we win the game. Yeah. And I've alluded to it in past episodes. I was so sure we were going to the Super Bowl that I was just chugging beers. I was getting ready for that Super Bowl. Like, I wanted to be hung over until the Super Bowl started. But, yeah, that didn't go my way. So, yeah, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. It's always, it's always a crazy show. But, anyways, hopefully we covered that one good enough. Jets should have beat the Bucs, didn't beat the Bucs. 
uh, pissed it away at the end. Brady took advantage of it as he does. And that's the game for you. But we both lose because the spread was huge. Uh, next game we have is Raider or Rams minus three and a half at the Ravens. And the Rams win 20 to 19. Uh, Mike wins, Pat loses. So, so this was the game I put question marks next to because I questioned Mike's, uh, oh, if a team from the West Coast has to go to the East Coast and play at noon, well, it's noon our time, but 11, 11 on the East Coast, um, that, they, that they're pretty sleepy. But Mike was right. Like, uh, it looked I like the Rams. They yeah. were sleepy. Didn't, didn't play for the first half. No, right. yeah, they didn't. Stafford throws a pick six early, throws another pick. Granted, it was kind of like a punty pick, like not like, yeah, like a, yeah, make make something happen. The pick six wasn't, but the the next pick was. But yeah, so Huntley plays plays a pretty damn good game, um, and I missed something when when Mike was talking about spicy meatballs, but. I'll bring it up in the Packer minute. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Rams. Rams pulled out 20 to 19, but Mike was right. They were sleeping. Dang right. All right. We'll roll to the next one. This was the push. Eagles minus four at the football team. Eagles win 20 to 16. We both push um, all first, all football team in the first half, and then the Eagles settle in. Uh, look good. I like what Hertz is doing. Um, seems like he makes pretty smart decisions. Uh, made plays when they needed him to. They ended up. Winning. I was I was pissed at the football team. Right. So get your shit together. Just cover that fuck. I don't care. You <laughs> Just cover that. I was expecting my big bucks for that. All right. Roll to the next one. This is going to be the shortest one we do all time. So Mike, you're not even going to get an opinion on this one. So we have Giants at the Bears. Bears were minus six. Bears win 29 to three. Mike picked the Bears wins. I picked the Giants lose. Uh, Bears just whooped the living shit out of the Giants. That's all we got. Next game, Chiefs minus five at the Bengals. Bengals win 34 to 31. I take it back. This was my biggest surprise of the week. Well, I thought for sure they they dropped two like picks. Two that like would have changed the direction of the game. So the Bengals, the Bengals did. Okay. Yeah, dropped two picks, and I was like, "You can't beat the Chiefs if you're gonna like drop those picks." No, I'm fucking wrong. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, it proved to me that the Chiefs aren't fully back to being the Chiefs that like won the Super Bowl. I don't think they're gonna be back to that level after the contract they had to give the Mahomes. But I think in this game, though, it, like, proves, like, if the Bengals play a good game, and like you said, they had two drop picks, like, they can beat anybody. But Jamar Chase, just an absolute monster. Joe Burrow is just balling out right now. Crazy to me. But, yeah, Jamar Chase is the early leader in the clubhouse for getting a BJ this week. I think (laughs) – I think you might. Have done I think you might be the offensive BJ of the week. It was like they were like not covering it. They didn't want to fucking tackle him. It was crazy to me. Yeah. Now the one play, I think it's like thirty-five on the Chiefs. I should look up 
who that was, but it was just the most pathetic effort. You don't have to do that, right? Uh, pathetic effort to try to tackle him. But that being said, though, like he's very shifty, but makes big catches, does this, does that. All that being said, I still think the Chiefs are the team to beat in the AFC. So um, think about what happened there with the Bengals when Burrow pounds on the table for his guy. This is the guy I want. This is the guy I want you to get. go get me in the draft. Fucking works. And the Packers, that's a first-year guy. And the Packers won't listen to Rodgers 15 years in. Yeah. No, and I think that's absolutely How silly is stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like I might be just a player guy because I can't say much. Like I wanted the Packers to do whatever Favre wanted them to do. But right now I want them to do whatever Aaron Rodgers wants. Let, let's get it out now. Like my my spicy meatball that I was going to walk back. So Mike's favorite spicy meatball ever is Jordan Love's worth a top five pick. So I am not going to give it like a top five pick, but I say if we let Love roll this week and he, he lights him up, like you could light the Detroit lines up. I do think you get a top 10 pick for Love and I think you should do it. I think you should be like, Rodgers, if you go out and win us this Super Bowl, we're going to get rid of this guy. Not that Rodgers really wants him gone, but we're going to do top 10 pick. With that top 10 pick, Rodgers, you do whatever. Tell us where to go with it. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, they want to do Riley, Riley shook his head on me on that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, They won't do that. They won't just say, you know, what do you want? I mean, he didn't want a lot. He wanted them to sign Jordy Nelson. He wanted them to uh, bring back Randall Cobb. This isn't what these aren't like huge things. And that's what they've done forever is let wide receivers go when they're going to be slightly pricier or they're getting close to over the hill. All he wanted was to keep his wide receiver room slightly intact. That year that we had a bad wide receiver, right? So Devontae's pretty good. He's not what he was yet. And all he wanted them to do is, like, give Jordy a one-year deal. Yeah. No. And, man, I would do anything to keep that guy around. Yeah. I might even toss out the best job of the year to – to Aaron Rodgers, just keep him around. Uh, but yeah, so I just want to hammer it into everybody's head. So Jamar Chase went and got 266 yards and three touchdowns in that game. Just an absolutely historic almost performance on that one. But like I said, I, I still do think the Chiefs are going to be tough to beat. Um, I would be stupid not to mention. The thing that made me want to rip my hair out more than anything was this game. And I don't know if either of you two watched this, but it was it was fourth and goal from the two with uh-huh. 50 seconds left. And and they went for it. 50 they, seconds left. They were that scared of Pat Mahomes that they the, wouldn't 
Yeah, it was thirty. The thing 31. is, they had they had what like three, two or three flags. I feel like there too that like they could have been like, oh, maybe we should kick it now or kick the field goal now. But yeah. I think they had four chances, and every time they they went for it. So, so this this is how it went um, off the top of my head. So, like, I think third third from the two, they tried to QB sneak it in, but it kind of almost looked like Burrow was smart enough to be like, hey. Let's not score here. Like, let's wait. That, then, so let's say that was second down. Well, whatever. But anyways, so on fourth down, they 50 seconds left in the game. Fourth down from the two. They wouldn't kick the field goal. They decided to go for it. Get a penalty. So then, to Riley's point, they decided to go for it again and they get another penalty. Like both the plays they did just looked like dog shit plays. Like it didn't look like they were going to get it even without the penalty. I could be wrong about that, but I ended up working out in their favor. So they, they went for it two times and then they ended up being able to, like I said, it started with 50 seconds left. It ended up they, – they were able to run the clock out and kick a field goal. And yeah. The game. But, but my opinion, you got to kick that field goal and just roll with it. Give Mahomes the ball back with 47 seconds. I, like, I think it's a different story, too, in the playoffs. I think they're really trying to cement their spot in the playoffs, you know, make a statement. And, then, I mean, I could be wrong with all the analytic talk now to go for it, but – I agree. I think they should kick the field goal. And I think in the playoffs, I mean, you saw it. I mean, you didn't see it, but sorry. We do. Um, We're keeping that in. Yeah, no, but no, you're on the right. Like to me. So, so maybe you're trying to say like, okay. Like if you're in the playoffs, you kick that. I, I don't get it. Like it's, it's no. the same damn thing. Like they should have kicked the field goal. That's yeah, all they I'm had, say. They uh-huh. had two or three chances at it. I I don't see how you don't kick the field goal. <laughs> so what it reminded me of is like Paul Chris decision. Um, I can't remember what game it was. Like when he was punting when we were down seventeen or like down yeah, ten. Just obvious, obviously yeah. wrong. Yeah, and. And then he got a second chance at it, and Paul Chris corrected his decision. But these guys just mm-hmm. didn't correct it. But whatever. We'll get off that game. So next one, we'll try to go quick through this one. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers were minus six. Chargers looked like who I thought they were. They win the game 34-13. to 13. I win. Mike loses. Just an old-fashioned ass whooping. What you got, Mike? I don't know what to think of either of those teams. I I don't think the Broncos are very good, but I don't think the Chargers are that good either. So I think the Chargers are good, and I think the Broncos are not good. That's it. That's all I got for it. So, all right, we'll roll on to the next one. I think more of the same. Uh, Texans at 49ers. 49ers were minus 15. 49ers end up winning by 16 points. I might be doing my math wrong. 23 to 7. Yeah, okay. So 16 points. Yeah. Uh 23 to 7. We both win in that game. 
Uh, Trey Lance looked a lot better than Mike's boy, Davis Mills. I don't got much on this game other than I was just glad that that the 49ers ended up covering it. Yeah, me too. So they got the cover. That's what I kind of thought would happen. I think Houston's bad for the most part. So Yeah, and I think it was pretty close to, like, I think it was a late cover. All right, next game we got Mike's double dog. I think the boldest double dog of the year so far. Not that it was Super Bowl, but Cardinals at the Cowboys. Cowboys were minus five and a half. Cards win 25 to 22. Mike hits another tasty double dog. Pat eats hammered dog shit by taking the Cowboys. Um, and the Cardinals win. Good job, Mike. That's all I got for you. And if if Mike ever picks a double dog, you better at least bet bet the line. So I don't I do not agree with that actually. I think the double dog thing, I've been hot, right? So I've been, I want to say I think about them pretty hard, but I don't. So it's not like I'm like running any like statistics or like trying to find anything. It's it's just like team like the Cardinals are a team I think is good that went on a little skid. And the Cowboys, I think, are you know shaky at times as well. That's kind of the way I pick my double dogs is but hitting three underdogs to straight up win, I think is fairly impressive. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't want to toot my own horn, but two toot. But yeah, no, Cardinals looked a lot better than their last couple games. Uh, I think the Cowboys are the next scariest team in the NFC to the Packers, but I think the Cardinals kind of hopped back into they could be scary. Um, catch on the fake punt. Did you guys see that? That was the most ridiculous thing. That was like better than David Tyree's catch by I don't, far. Oh, sorry. Wrong play. I was thinking of the wrong play. Yeah, but anyways, they fake a punt see that. and just toss it up like blind. And dude, maybe I should take down names when I write this. But like he caught it off the Cowboys guy's helmet like in just – rolled him to the ground it seemed like it almost it should have been dual possession because it was definitely the cardinals guy keeping it on his helmet but whatever i won't roll into that one but cardinals look better cowboys still still slightly scary uh next game we got lines at seahawks seahawks were minus six and a half hawks win 51 to 29 pat wins mike loses both these teams were already eliminated from the playoffs, so I didn't give enough of a shit to analyze that game. Uh, next game we have is Panthers at Saints. Saints were minus seven and a half, still in the hunt. Saints win 18 to 10. Mike wins. Pat loses. Um, I don't know who called this game, but it definitely wasn't Jonathan Vilma because I did not enjoy it. Sounded like a high school radio broadcast. Um, but that being said, I mean, we do this podcast, so I don't have much room to criticize anybody about their, to be fair, Pat, those guys are getting paid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They suck to me. All I got on this one is saints don't look that scary. If they're going to roll, uh, they're going to roll Hill out there in the playoffs. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to. 
I mean, if they win a game, it's going to be lucky that I think they're going to run into a team that's just going to be able to whoop their ass. Like, so their defense changes things. Their defense is very, very good. And like when they decide to stand on their head in hockey term, like, I mean, they held the Bucks to nothing. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't score either, but they held the Bucks to nothing. And yeah, that defense, when it was healthy in the first game of the year, held the Packers to three. That's true. Yeah. So who knows? But I mean, Winston right. definitely had a good game. I was there. I was in Jacksonville watching the Packers and Saints. And that was the most hopeless game I've ever been at. Well, so, but, yeah, I think Rodgers sometimes when he feels the game's hopeless, you see that come out too. Yeah, it definitely came out in that game. Well, whatever. I I don't think the Saints are scary. Panthers absolutely suck, uh, even with Darnold back. I, I don't know what happened to Carolina, but blow it up, guys. Blow it up because that ain't working. Next game we had, so this game was weird. So we have Browns minus three at the Steelers. We got in on this line early. We got in on a Tuesday, like we're going to get it in on our lines this week on a Tuesday. But anyways, I think it ended up swinging to Steelers minus two and a half before this game because the Browns knew uh, they were eliminated for the playoffs before this one started. But anyway, Steelers win 26 to 14. We both win, but Pat eats a tasty double dog on that one. And thank God I got in on it early because else I went ahead of double dog. Um, Browns didn't stand a chance with Big Ben's last game at Heinz Field. TJ Watt was an absolute monster. Najee Harris was an absolute monster. I, I'll throw this one out there. It's like, Rodgers, where, where are you going to go if you go anywhere? And I know when we played Pittsburgh that that was the question. That's the only team I could see him going to that maybe would be better of a chance to win a Super Bowl than the Packers if Rodgers is on the team. So what about the Saints? That's a good one, too. Good, Yeah, good call. Yeah, I don't know that I can think of somebody that – they say the Broncos, too would be up there, but the Saints. I don't see the Broncos, though, dude. I watched them play this week, and that was. The Niners? The Niners would be scary with it. Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple. be real scary. I mean, so everybody gets scary if they have. Right. The Niners might be real scary. Okay, Niners, Saints, Steelers. But anyways, what I got from this game, Baker might not be the guy in, in Cleveland. If they're expected to win a Super Bowl. And I think Pittsburgh's a good quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender again with Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, the defense they can roll on the field. They're a pretty damn good field or pretty damn good team minus the quarterback. So I feel like early in Baker's career, I was had the same attitude I have towards Matt Jones. Like they just hype. I think my biggest problem is when the people get hyped up real bad, then I yeah. just won't be like settled down. Like we yeah. don't even we don't have any idea what I thought that's what they did with Baker early in his career. And right now I think he's really, really injured and still just gotten it out. I, I want to say that they announced he's having surgery or like this week. Yeah, he actually today they announced that they'll he'll require injury on a uh, left his left shoulder for a labrum 
lab, labrum tear. <laughs> yeah, labrum tear. Yeah, there good. it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully that's it. Because I do, I, I kind of root for him. I kind of hope that the Browns are in a better place. But this game sure didn't, sure didn't make it seem like it. No, right. no. yeah, you're, you're not wrong. The game didn't look good. All right, so now I am going to toss out my BJs for the week. Um, we got some pretty BJs getting thrown – or some pretty good BJs getting thrown out. So offense, Yeah, wet, sloppy BJs. Uh, so for offensive BJ, we got Jamar Chase. I think I alluded to it uh, back. He had 266 yards and three touchdowns. Defensive BJ, TJ Watt, almost breaking the record for sacks, uh, playing the Browns that night. And my special BJ is going to go out to Mason Crosby because he did not miss a kick. But we will get to that game here in a minute when we get to the Wisconsin minute. So we're going to talk about the Packer game. Uh, Riley's going to give us a brand new segment called Bucks in Six. D seconds and Riley's going to do that for us. Uh, but first we are going to talk about the Packers game. We'll start it off. So Vikings at Packers Packers were minus six and a half. The Packers won this game. They wrapped up the one seed and the Packers win this game 37 to 10. And both of us win on that one because we picked the Packers every week. Um, I'm going to start by talking about the Vikings. Uh, quick, give them an excuse that Mannion played like hammered dog shit. Uh, they broke the record for the longest field goal in a game in Lambeau in January. So that was kind of impressive. Good job, Vikings. And that play Bradbury had where it like deflected back to him and he yeah. caught it. That was the coolest play of the game. That was a great play. That was fantastic. I so, wish the Packers would have done that. Yeah. So right. good job. Good job, Vikings. And now I'm going to move to the Packers. Um, I got a spiel, and I'm going to let Mike talk. So the Dimes Rogers dot or the Dimes Rogers dropped to Adams early in the game. There's no other QB in the league that can make those throws consistently. It's absolutely amazing to watch. Um Wish they would have took the field goal on their second drive. I don't know if you guys remember that. So we were up three, nothing. And then I think we had like a fourth and two where we could have kicked the field goal to go up six, nothing, whatever. I'll probably want to complain if they went for it and got it, but whatever. We turned it over on downs. Lazard definitely looks like he took a step forward. And my question for, for the boys in here. Is David Moore the answer to the punt return problem? Because it looked like it. As long as he can catch a goddamn ball, he's the answer, right? So really the issue is not that Amari Rodgers is bad. Yeah. Right? He can't catch. Yeah, he tries to eat the ball every time. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he ain't catching the ball. As long as Moore catches the ball, I don't care where he catches the ball at. Just catch the ball. Yeah. If but, you can do that, we'll be fine. So barring special teams, if David Moore is the fix, that's such a big answer. Because I, I honestly believe this is the most complete Packers team 
I've ever seen. Like they got guys all over the field. Like, and if we get Alexander back, Bakhtiari back, Zadari Smith back, I just, I just don't see this team losing unless it's on some just awful mistakes on special teams. Is that what happened to the three games that they did lose? I, so that, so let's throw the Saints game out. So the other two. Yeah. Was it was it special team shit that cost them the game? I, I don't know about that. It was definitely Rodgers not playing in the Chiefs game is what I will talk, chalk the Chiefs game up to. That's not a, that's not important. We yeah. can get rid of Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So what was it, 13 to 7 or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, that's, that's a different ball game with with Rodgers on the field. Um, let me see what I got for us. What the was our other team? Oh, then no, then it was the Vikings. So yeah, then it was yeah, then it was special teams, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So yeah, I think Shit. I think if David Moore can catch the ball, I think we're good to go. Yeah, and not catch it at the two, you know, that'd be nice. Yeah, but just catch as it. Long as you I, catch I don't it. care. Yeah. Man, give Rogers the ball on the two. That's fine. Just don't give the other team the damn ball. What you got, Mike? Is there anything, anything more to add to that one? No, okay. like you said, like you said, the coolest play in that game, those throws to Adams early though. Yeah. Were oh, exceptional. Yeah. Exceptional. Yeah, you I, just like shake your head because it, it was so much on purpose, too. Like, like I alluded to earlier, like Wentz does that, but like I think he's even surprised. Me. Like Rodgers and Adams are like, yeah, this is what we do. I think with with that, um, sorry, Mike. Just no, even good. me being my age, I mean, I've only seen Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Like, I I think it's if that plays like that's so regular in my mind that when another quarterback doesn't make that play, I think they're just automatically a bad quarterback. Like, I think it just really tells the story of how well. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in the scheme of the NFL, just like how well they work together compared to, you know, any other team I've seen the bears play almost weekly. I mean, obviously that's never going to happen for them. It's just any team in general, like you don't see that. And that's all I've known. And I think we're in for a rude awakening or I am after Rodgers leaves, but it's cool to see that actually. I think, go. I think we all are. I don't think that even People that lived through like the 80s when in the 70s when they were like really not good. I don't think they remember. I think that's part of the reason we get so pissy about everything, right? Oh, just get rid of them. We can find another one. No, we fucking can't. Yeah. We can't find a tail like that. No, you you gotta know we're spoiled sons of bitches rolling from, oh, yeah. rolling from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Like we go from like how could this get any better to oh this is how it gets way better like yeah so let's like, just keep that trending right yeah jeez so so hopefully that's how it goes well maybe we did maybe the coach you know the coach is an elite level man so I think I see so that that will wrap up the Packer game uh, Packers are going to Super Bowl get ready for it yeah we're spoiled. So this is the Wisconsin minute. So first, before we get to Bucks in six, 
the second, we're just going to cover uh, the upset we've seen in West Lafayette. Um, I seen Mike tweeting about this one. So Johnny Davis score, or so it was Wisconsin at Purdue. Uh, Johnny Davis scores 37 points and grabbed 14 rebounds to help lead number 23 Wisconsin to a 74 to 69 upset win over number three Purdue. And I won't lie, I just watched uh, like the seven minute recap of it, but I was very. Well, I caught the last. I didn't watch that much of it. I just saw that it was a big win. So I watched maybe the last like five minutes of the game. Davis obviously led him up, and I think he's gone, which is sad, right? So I was hoping to have, you know, three or four years ahead, an opportunity at another, like, Final Four. Yeah, Maybe we get that. I think with that being said, though, Wisconsin's so known to be you're playing three or four years if you're going to go to the NBA. It gives us a chance to maybe get those recruits that want to do the one or two years and be gone if that's what Davis yeah. wants to do. So I think there's a silver lining, but I agree. It, it it bumped his stock up for sure to a lottery pick. I like that take on it, though. But, like, we – because obviously you're going to need those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we did it with, you know, your Decker, your Kaminsky, your Nigel Hayes, all being three, four-year guys. Um but yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure Riley's got an interesting story about Johnny Davis. Uh, um, you you were defended in this game, right? No, I no, I was not. I was I didn't play much that year. Uh, we actually played them in high school. Uh, he plays. He went to school at Lacrosse Central. I played him. Um, he only scored four points that game. But two of them was a buzzer beater to beat us. So, I mean, and that was as a freshman. So, I mean, it's it's pretty cool to see him grow from that to where he's at right now. And you could you could tell he was going to be something special. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just cool to see a guy in, I guess I'll say, our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll throw him out, our area, out to the cows out in Wilton, mm-hmm. where, where Mike lives. But... But seeing your Bronson Koenigs, your Johnny Davises, just Matt Th- Matt Thompson, I think he's playing yeah. for Toronto right now. Yeah. yeah. Chicago yeah. Bulls, actually. He's playing for the Bulls? Yes. Yep. Look at that. Okay. And that's why we brought Riley in. So, <laughs> so that I don't Wisconsin. lie to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you didn't ask Mark any questions that would stump him. Like, I did, though, right at the end. I told him, I asked him what his. Uh, Oh, extra order. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm good at that. Now it is Riley's time to shine. So with the football season kind of dwindling on its way out, um, we're gonna keep this show going. I can't remember if we left this in with Mark, but we're gonna be putting it out once a week, um, as best as we can. Uh, and we're gonna be shifting gears to the NBA which I love uh, once the MLB season starts, which I also love. We, we just love Wisconsin sports. But anyways, we're going to be shifting gear to the NBA here soon. Uh, Riley has kind of been our guy keeping up with the Bucks, So we're going to call this sec- segment Bucks in 6D seconds, and Riley's going to own it. Go for it, buddy. Yeah, so I think 
week by week basis, I'm going to kind of recap the week before, preview the week ahead and kind of make it, um, like I said, around a minute, like in the title. But right now we're just going to do a quick recap of the offseason and then that what has gone on so far. So in the offseason, I mean, it was pretty boring offseason. You don't really want to change up a championship team, and that's exactly what they kind of stuck to. They added Grayson Allen in the offseason uh, with the trade with the Grizzlies, added DeMarcus Cousins um, during the season, and we lost P.J. Tucker to the Miami Heat. That's our dog. I know, but I think we got a dog back in DeMarcus Cousins. I think he's got a little chip in his shoulder. I think that's definitely yeah, he's, that's what we missed in the Bucks runs before that, just kind of someone to get underneath the other team's skin and be a dog. <laughs> yeah, dog for a dog there. Yeah, exactly. I, I would agree Cousins is on the same level as dog as, as P.J. Tucker was. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if Allen is like that, but in college. He was. He was the yeah. guy that oh, just yeah. people just hated him. Oh yeah, he like he, he was a problem too. Keep it rolling, Riley. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, no. So okay. Recapping the season so far, I'll just make it quick. I live in Texas now, so I don't get to watch every single game. Um, but I'll kind of do the best I can. I think overall. We've been pretty underwhelming. We are 25 and 14, and we sit third in the Eastern Conference behind the Nets and the Bulls, who, again, you kind of expect to be in kind of in the same area. The Bulls are a surprise team, but they had a lot of offseason additions that kind of boosted them quite a bit. The Nets have Kevin Durant, um, James Harden, Kyrie Irving will Kyrie Irving will be a I don't know the situation with the whole COVID thing, but he I think he will be playing at least home games in the future. And the basketball, basketball's a long season. I don't think we should take the 25-14 record in third place too seriously. Um, I think it'd be pretty tough to beat us in a seven-game series. There's some stuff we gotta clean up. Nine of our 14 losses are against teams that are below 500. So I think if we clean those up, I mean we're in a good spot. Something I kind of noticed this year when I could watch, we don't really have an outright second score. We have Giannis averaging 28 points, but we also have um, Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton averaging 18 both, which is great numbers. But I think if you want to get to that next tier, get to that championship tier, Middleton or uh, Drew Holiday need to average a couple more points, a couple more rebounds. But like I said, it's a long season. I mean, stuff is going to change. I don't see us losing to many teams in a seven-game series. But with that being said, with the the week coming, we'll play Toronto, which will be a tough game. They're hovering around 500. Brooklyn, who is a obviously a great team, it's at Brooklyn. It's a rematch of the Eastern Conference semifinals, I think. And yeah. then we play at Charlotte twice. So I'm hoping we can win three, three game, three or three of the four games. We'll probably, if we're being realistic, gonna drop at least one to Brooklyn or maybe Toronto. But uh I like our chances in most of those games. No, I like that. That yeah, that was a good recap. But yeah, got got some guys out right now. I don't think in the NBA, like 
the early start, like yeah. I guess they're 39 games in, is is that crucial? Because you watch LeBron James do that year in, year out. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's in basketball, such a such it's because it's such a long season, it's who's playing well at the end of the season. And obviously that's with most sports. Whoever gets the hottest at the end of the season, whoever's playing the best at the end of the season is going to probably have a good chance at it. And we saw that last year with the Bucks. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a grind, like where mm-hmm. we're early in the season, say if you're down 20 points at some point, you're like, Hey, let's mail this one in. Yeah. We're like late in the season. You're like, Hey, let's try to try to make a push, uh, make yeah. this game close, maybe steal this one. But, yeah. Something but, that was, Kind of concerning. We're recording this on a Tuesday, and they just lost last night to the Pistons, who are a pretty bad team. But I mean, I like I said, there's plenty of season left. Hopefully, that's not something to dwell on. Yeah. No. And I mean, teams like that steal games in the play. I mean, I'm not saying oh, yeah. Detroit's going to be a playoff team. Oh, yeah. A team could steal a game here or there. But yeah, that's that's Bucks in six D seconds with Riley. And just to make that clear, it's never gonna be 60 seconds. So <laughs> we're we're hoping we're hoping that one goes for for five seconds. Mike, you got anything on the Bucks right now? Or we're gonna tune uh, into that once once that NFL is over. Yeah, so I just see the highlights when like things go really, really well, mostly on Twitter. And you know. Make the play. I, I wouldn't care if the Bucks were the eight seed going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can lose whatever they want, right? Now, whether or not you can turn it on, I don't know. But I'm comfortable with them being the eight seed and just walk in the East. Right? I'd be yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I'm not concerned. Like if I see 25 and 14, I'm like, damn, they're playing pretty damn yeah. good. Third, third yeah. in there. Like, yeah. And- to be fair, I don't think anyone pays attention to the NBA until Christmas Day. So, yeah, yeah, just started, just started paying attention. Bucks in six D seconds. There it is. From there, we are going to lead into the Sun Drop Challenge, uh, where I'm going to need a hell of a week to come back. So, like I stated earlier, Mike is up two sun drops so right now i'm going to be shotgun two sun drops unless this week goes a hell of a lot better than the past few weeks so we are going to roll right into this and the first game i have on the docket i'm going to let mike pick uh chiefs minus 10 at the broncos who you got mike i got the chiefs uh i think they're good probably stop on their rivals and move on all right so mike has the chiefs i have the chiefs as well um, so now that i'm thinking about this though last it's the last uh week right they probably don't have a lot to play for do i really want the chiefs that they're gonna sit the whole bit middle so of the third quarter i was gonna do a playoff picture thing but i think it, it will take a little bit long but i do think the chiefs have a chance for the one seed if the titans drop a game and the okay. Chiefs win a game. I think yeah. the Chiefs are back both, in the one seed. Both the Titans and the Chiefs are eleven and five right now. So, so yeah, so yeah, Chiefs have something to play for. So that that's why I think the Chiefs are going to stop the Broncos. 
Uh, next game we have is Cowboys minus seven at the Eagles. I'll lead it back. I'm going to take the Eagles plus seven in that game. I got the Eagles plus seven as well. Mike's just going to follow me. So next game, I'm going to throw the Packers in the middle. I don't do that all the time. So we have Packers minus two and a half at the Lions with the Packers having nothing to play for. I'm still taking the Packers. Me too. I think Love's going to light them up, and I think Mike's going to look like a genius when the Packers flip Love for a top 10 pick. So next game. looking like a genius anyway, so. Yeah, dude, you have been on your shit. Whooping people in the Rumpel Fantasy 8. Fucking all all just, them people. All two of them. Yeah. Just we don't have to say that. You're undefeated, dude. Um, to be fair, to be fair, I he humbled me real quick. I went into that thinking I knew my shit, but I got humbled <laughs> real quick. Oh yeah. Riley got took behind the wild or behind the woodshed and shown where the wild goose goes. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Mike is just handling Riley in that. Um Next game I got is Steelers at the Ravens. Ravens are minus five and a half. And I'm going to take the Steelers because I know if they win, it keeps their hopes alive. Um, I think the Ravens too. But anyways, I'm taking Steelers. I don't have much faith in the Ravens. I am taking the Ravens. All right. Ravens. Five and a half, you said? Yep. Minus five and a half. All right, so Mike's going to kick this one back. Bengals at the Browns. Browns are minus three. I don't think the Bengals have anything to play for, so I think that's why the Browns are minus three. Uh, I have, Are you sure it's not the opposite of that? No, like the Browns are eliminated. And right, the, but Baker ain't playing. Yeah. Um, Bengals could still play for a one seed technically. Okay, so that's. So I have the Bengals, I thought, at minus three on the road. All right. Let me look this up. I, th- I think it's a stretch, and a lot of scenarios have to work out in their But I think I heard the Bengals could still play for a one seed. All right. We're questioning the line here. Um, so I'm getting three. Brown, uh, Browns are three-point favorites. Yeah. Browns, Browns are three-point favorites. That's what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Um, Without Baker Mayfield. Yeah. On the score and on uh, DraftKings. Yeah. Well, so my, maybe I need to change my double dog. Yeah. Just keep quick questioning me. I Man, already. I'm taking the Bengals. I guess it doesn't matter. I was had the Bengals minus three. I got a plus three now. Shit. And, correct my paper. And I did have the, the picks, all my picks ready to roll this week. This is my double dog. Bengals plus three at the yeah. Browns. Of course it is. So, yeah, that's that's my. They're team. favored with their quarterback. So they're favored and their quarterback. That don't make no goddamn sense. Yeah. Do you already have a double dog pick down the road? Yes, I'm not happy with my double dog this year, this week though. So. All right, we'll keep. Rolling. Maybe I feel too much pressure to actually keep my double dogs, like yeah. going. Keep keep it going. So next thing we got is is football team minus six and a half at the Giants. And I don't think either of these teams have anything to play for, but I'm going to take the football team minus six and a half because the Giants just disappointed the living shit out of me against the Bears. 
I so I feel like the Giants at the end of the season have been in the same lineup as the Jags in Detroit. They've been that bad. Yeah. Who you got? Uh, so I got the football team. I'm sorry. Dang, we are. I, I don't even think I have a chance to win now with as many consensus picks as we've. You want me to take the opposites? No, no, no. No, you're good. Because I was going to take the opposite of you. So next game we have is Bears at Vikings. Vikings are minus two and a half. Who you got, Mike? I got the Vikings. All right. I got the Vikings as well. So same, same. Uh, Then we have Titans minus ten and a half at Houston. And I think that Titans are still playing. Well, yeah, they're the one seed now. So they, they need to win this one or have some losses. So anyways, I'm taking the Titans minus 10 and a half at Houston. I got the Titans too. Dang. You're going to have a lot of opportunities to triple stamp stuff, Riley, and we'll get to that later. Um, So next game, we're going to go back to Mike. Colts are minus 15 and a half at the Jags. I got the Colts. All right. There we differ. I'm taking the Jags. Keep it within 15 and a half. Next game uh, we have is Jets at the Bills. Bills are minus 16 and a half, and I'm taking the Bills. I got the Jets. Ooh, Jets. All right. There we go. That number is so fucking big. Yeah. And they almost beat Bucks. They almost beat Bucks last week. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? All right. So next game, Saints minus four and a half at the Falcons. And the Saints are still playing for a playoff spot. I got the Saints. All right, you get the Saints. I'm taking the Falcons. Next game, Panthers at Bucks. Bucks are minus eight, and I am taking the Bucks. Yep. Me too. Bucks, Bucks. And next game we have Mike's gonna kick this one back. 49ers at Rams. Rams are minus four. I got the 49ers double dog. 49ers double dog. I got the 49ers as well, and I feel even better about it now that Mike stamped it a double dog. All right. So next game we have is Patriots minus seven at the Dolphins, and I am taking the Patriots minus seven. I got the Dolphins. All right. The fans. I'm glad we're zigging and zagging. All right. Next game, Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals are minus six and a half. Cardinals. All right. I took I'm taking the Seahawks. So yeah, we're I think I might have a chance. Um next game, Chargers minus two and a half at the Raiders, and I'm taking the Chargers minus two and a half. I got the Raiders. Raiders. This is what I like to see. So All I right. considered doing those guys my double dog too. Well, then I don't like my pick as much. So <laughs> now we are gonna go back through. I'm gonna have to find a way to keep good track of this. So any consensus pick, we're, we're taking this one straight from Dumb and Dumber. Um, we're going to see if Riley wants to triple stamp any double stamps. So any games we have a consensus pick, we want to see if Riley is going to triple stamp them. And there's quite a few this week. Um, I'm just going to put a three next to them. So right off the bat, Riley, we have Chiefs minus 10 at the Broncos. We both double stamped it. You can call me the postman because we're going to triple stamp that one. All right. Triple stamp it. I like it. So now we have Cowboys minus seven at the Eagles, and we double stamp that one. I don't like it. I like the Eagles. They've 
the Cowboys have let me down too much uh, living down here in the DFW area. I've gotten a lot of false hope from the Cowboys. Half their fantasy team I had on my team, or half my fantasy team was their team, and they let me down. They've let me down all season, so I don't. I'm not picking them now. I'm going Eagles plus seven. All right, so that's that. Yeah, that's a, that's another triple stamp. All right, oh, you go. Did you go Cowboys? No, we all Eagles? we all went. Oh, Eagles. you went Cowboys. My bad. No, no I'm I'm going Eagles. Okay. The only games Good. I'm reading out right now. Have already That's what I thought. Good. I thought you got that one fucked up, but you're doing good. No. Okay. So okay. now three in a row. So Packers minus two and a half at the Lions. Are you triple stamping it? I I think I'm triple stamping that one. All right, triple stamping. I want to say the next one. So we have Bengals at Browns minus three, but we both took the the Bengals plus three. I I think I'm gonna triple stamp that one as well. Damn, we triple stamp. We'll differ that. later. We'll differ later. We'll see next season if this is actually like a. So we have football team minus six and a half at the Giants. Mike and I double stamp the football team. Yeah, triple stamp that one too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll differ later. I promise. All right. <laughs> All right, so we both took the Vikings minus two and a half versus the Bears. Bears at the Vikings. Vikings are minus two and a half. Vikings. Triple stamp that one. Jesus. I did not think it was going to go like this. Maybe this is a stupid segment, but we'll we see. Got, we got one more game. I think it'll change up a little bit. So Titans minus ten and a half at Houston. We double stamped it. Do you want to triple stamp it? Do you want to triple stamp or I, double stamp? I, with the Titans, they have something to play for. Yes, I think we triple stamp that one. All right. Everything's been triple stamped so far. Bucks. So Panthers at Bucks. Bucks are minus eight. Do you want to triple stamp that one? I think so. I, 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 I'm <laughs> at the point where I don't even want to, <laughs> but that's the last one. All right, so 49ers. <laughs> so everything's been triple stamped so far. Uh, Riley's approval on our games. So this one is like, uh, it could be a quadruple stamp because Mike has the 49ers as his double dogs at the Rams minus four. So, and this is where we differ. I think Matt Stafford, He the last few games, he's been struggling to prove a point. I think this game, though, I think he'll solidify himself as the guy that will bring that could possibly bring a Super Bowl to the Rams. I think before past few weeks, he's been struggling, but I think the Rams win and I think they win by more than one possession. Awesome. Okay, the only one you didn't triple stamp out of ours. I like it. Um, I'm going to put it out there clearly when we have a triple stamp. So we're going to have data. For next year if triple stamp and shit works so those are riley's triple stamps now we are going to roll in we're going to let riley be the star of the show and we're going to do riley's locks and i need an over under against the spread and a parlay and a prop okay so and over i think a pretty easy one where we can go with is the eagles and the Cowboys, the total's at 42 and a half right now. I think 
And I think if the Eagles are going to win, they're going to have to score at least 25 to 30 points. Um, I think the Cowboys are tough to beat. I think they are obviously beatable. Both teams can score low points, but I think both teams will be in a shootout this game. Um, For my under, I had kind of two games I was hung up on. I think the Saints-Falcons, they're at a 40-point over-under. I think that one will go under. I think both teams are going to kind of – gonna grind this out they're gonna i mean saints very rarely very rarely score above you know 25 28 points same with the falcons and i think also the bears vikings game could go under 44 again both teams really had nothing to play for the bears struggle offensively i got i think it's more if the vikings are going to show up that game but i think that what's the total there 44 and then against the spread, this one's this one's a pretty boring one, but I think the Buccaneers, um, eight-point favorites, I think they're going to absolutely blow out the Panthers. I think that's a pretty close to a lock as you can get. I think a prop, we'll do a prop. I'll tweet one out Sunday morning. It's pretty hard to find one right now. I think weekly I've texted uh, Patrick some pretty good prop bets that I think have all hit including Chubb uh, over 16 and a half rushing yards in one play, which hit the first play of the game, I think. So, and then. How about, how about Dalvin Cook scoring a touchdown on Sunday night? That one hit for you pretty that well? That was a, I, I think I deserve to get humbled there <laughs> for betting against the Packers on that one or thinking yeah, yeah. that Dalvin Cook will score against us, especially against our you rush defense. You ate week. some shorts on that one. Yeah, yeah, I deserve that, and I, and I think I, it was best case scenario at least. All right, so look out for Riley's tweets. We're gonna make him our prop guy. That being said, we're gonna roll into the Rumple Fantasy Eight, and I'm gonna try to figure out how I'm gonna keep track of these. You guys might have to email me your teams after you're done. We're gonna start with the QBs. Kyler Murray. Uh, Josh Allen. Murray Allen. All right. Running back, running back. Mike, you go first. Two running backs. John Taylor, Delvin Cook. John John Taylor, Delvin Cook. Riley, who you got? Uh, John Taylor and Elvin Kamara. Okay. Wide receiver, wide receiver. I got Debo and Justin Jefferson. Riley. I feel like a coward with such an easy pick, but Cooper Cup and then Stefan Diggs. Okay. I like him. I like him. Uh, tight end. Riley, lead this one back. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Zach Ertz. And then we got a defense. I got the Bills going against the Jets. Colts. Against. Jags. Okay. Yeah. Both good picks. And then kickers. The shit shows. I got Nick Falk. I have Dan Carlson. All right. And Raiders kicker. All right. I love it. I think this is going to be a banger, guys. Uh, Riley, thank you for joining us. Mark, if you listen this long, thank you for coming on. 
you were a true expert. It was beautiful to see a beautiful fast food mind work like that. And to everybody else that's still listening, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This one's definitely not going to be under two hours. Uh, It's going to be right around two hours. No, you think it's going to be a lot over two hours? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's all right, though. Uh, You guys need a little extra time with us this week. New year, you guys need to settle in for the whole new year. And we're only coming out once a week. So it's not like not like we're overloading with you, overloading you guys with stuff. Maybe in the future we'll think about making the interviews just like separate little interviews. But but at this point, we're gonna keep it all in. Like I said, thanks for joining us, Riley. A key addition to the team. Looking forward to having you. Thank you, all the people listening to this. We love you guys. That's what I got for you. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Make sure you guys keep downloading it. If you're hate listening, keep hate listening. Download again. Eventually, you'll start liking us. We're likable guys. Yep. Yeah, thanks, Pat and Mike, for having me. I'm uh, excited to keep doing this. I promise I will be a little smoother going in the future, but, yeah, I'm excited to do this with you guys. No, you were good. Um, And then just all you guys remembering, all them suckers that doubted the Packers can eat my shorts. Roll it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.